BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. Monday, Monday. Welcome in, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Derek, Barrett, Rob, I see everybody. Everybody. Hola, Hola amigos and amigas. Yes. Yes. Gunner, you okay? Buenos dias. Hello. Hola. Hola. <laughs> Dude, I'm in a great mood. I'm in a great mood today. Me too, man. Me too. Me too. I know, yeah, I hope you all had lie. a good weekend. And, uh, man, we're uh, we're getting real close here, fellas. Thursday is the NFL draft. Thank God uh, we're getting close to that because it's been – we get to these last couple of weeks, man. It's like whew, rumor mills, smoke screens, lies, deception. Uh, <laughs> Been added the tailpipe. There's yeah. a lot going on, man. These last couple of uh, weeks, and you head up to the draft. You don't know who to trust. Yes. You're looking Intel, over spies. Yeah, you man. Where, where's it coming from? <laughs> so yeah, you got you got to really watch out for what's happening there when when you're getting this close to the draft. But uh, no shortage of things to discuss today, fellas. So the draft is close, and we're gonna get to Jalen Hurts, who spoke with the media about uh, an hour and a half ago, somewhere in that range. We'll get to that in a second. Sixers sweep out the Nets. They, they take care of business Saturday, but here we go again. Joel Embiid injury concerns. I Phillies. told you guys that was my thing, man. That was my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can they get to the finish line? And, and oh, the other thing is, you know, Harden's kind of kind of limping here, man, a little bit. Not limping, you know, literally, but theoretically. It looks like he's a little gassed, and this is what scared you. It, it, it concerns you, man, when, you know, when it, when it comes to this squad, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I look at it, man. I look at it. As the, health is the only – I believe healthy. They're, they're not. They're not as far back from the Celtics or Milwaukee when they're healthy. I believe they can beat anybody when they're healthy. 
but they're not healthy and you're sinner. Yeah, I told I said uh, your sinner got to stop this flopping stuff, man. I think he does more harm to himself than good when he's flopping. You know that old commercial, oh, I fall and then I can't get up. Right, right, that's, right, right. <laughs> that's Joel and B. Oh, it's uh, so theatrical too when he falls. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I fall it. Stop it. It's like the movie, it's like the old movie Kindergarten Cop. Are you eating other people's food? But stop it. It's <laughs> like that's the same thing with a bee. Are you over theatrical? Just stop it. Yes. Uh, yeah. I uh, hear Jimmy, you. Jimmy, uh, Jim G. Um, I don't know, man. Healthy, I don't know if they're much uh the Boston's that much better than them, man. I I'm gonna admit, I mean, I, I really think towards the end of this season, I really saw something that was eye-opening to me that a healthy Sixers team is just as good as anybody in the league. Well, I I do think they have different traits, Barrett, and characteristics. Like, they – I see more of a complete team. I see guys like DeAnthony Melton, who they didn't have in years past. I see P.J. Tucker adding a toughness that they didn't – that they lacked uh, in previous seasons. You know, I see – Paul Reed actually being a legitimate backup center, which I feel like they haven't had the whole Embiid era. Other yep. than, other than, uh, um, oh God, I'm drawing a blank on it. On, uh, on there, there is no good. You can't say Matumbo or anybody like that. No, no, no. Um, oh God. Um, he ended. Oh, up oh in, yeah, yeah. He went. He went with the trade to the Nets. He went to the Brooklyn trade. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget his name. Oh, uh, came from came from Detroit. Andre Drummond. Uh, Andre yeah, Drummond. Right. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I, that that to me, like, there's there's definitely more. Um, they're more around a team. They're a more well-rounded team, but man, Boston has their number. The only game the Sixers won against them this year and beat at 52 and Jalen Brown didn't play. No, no, no. I'm still on this. I, I, I have, I have, um, I have abstained from white castles until after they make it to the, uh, to, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the third round. Until they get to what? No, I'm not gonna say that. No, not the don't tell that lie. No, no, no. <laughs> but I have not had White Castles. I have not had White Castles since we had that bet. Okay, stream. So you, you got to stay that? off it until in, in either the Sixers win the whole thing, or if they get knocked out, then you can go back. But you can't go yeah. back as long as they're still playing. Right, and this is punishment alone. What was the bet? That if, I, if as long as they're in the playoffs, I can't have White Castles. Oh well, then you you be done after the Boston series, then. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. All man. right, we'll 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 dig into them heavy, heavy in a minute uh, with the Sixers. But so Jalen Hurts met with the meet. Now it was it was Jeffrey Lurie introduced them. Then it was Jalen on hand. It was Jeffrey Lurie. It was Howie Roseman. It was Nick Sirianni, and it was Jalen Hurts, of course, announcing his new deal: five years, two hundred fifty-five million. Um, so he is he is going to be here for a long time. I, I thought it was interesting, guys. He he gave you sort of the usual. I'm all about business, you know, that you always get with Jalen, you know, and then there were a couple other things that were, you know, of note, he's never going to give you a ton in that kind of setting, you know, that much we know, but I always think what he has to say is interesting in certain ways. And it just tells you, like he talked about what makes Philadelphia special, the fans, the culture, the enthusiasm, the passion and the love for the game. It's different here. Everything about it. He also talked about how when he came here, you know, from Alabama, Oklahoma, and he grew up in Houston area. It took him a minute to get adjusted to it. It's, it's, you know, it is. And I, and I understand that it's not, it's an acquired taste, you know, and he acquired it pretty quickly, but uh, you know, it was, uh, it, it was interesting. He had that to say, 
He said money's nice, but championships are better. On not, not taking right, not, not taking a fully guaranteed deal, which he could have. Uh, you look at all the great teams, the great players. It takes a village. We got something special going on. All I, all we 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 all want to do it for a long time. It's important that we all take that approach. Um, you know, the he's he had mixed emotions about his contract. He said, "This is no arrival point. I haven't arrived. This is just part of the journey. I'm so hungry." Like many individuals on this team. Anyway, he I thought he was very like lasered as he always is. Well, always he, took, yeah. he took a more subtle approach to answering that question than I would have, because I would have said, Yeah, I'm swimming in green right now, but I want that bling also. <laughs> I'm swimming in green. Matter of fact, I got my own river of green and I want the bling to go with it. That's what I would have said. <laughs> I'm well, just, he did I'm have the green you. suit on, at least, for, for what it's worth. Now, I didn't see, the, so I didn't see it, man. I didn't see the press conference. Question for you guys. And, Tone, can you do me a favor? Can you, I should have told you this before the show. Can you see if you could pull me a still shot? There's a shot that ha- that, uh, uh, that may show it with, with him and Sirianni and, and Lori and, and Howie. But on Jalen's suit, it's a, gray su- it's a green suit, I think, with a gray tie. He still has the label, like, right here. On the on the sleeve of his buying, just buying it sport coat, yeah. Uh, well, I was going to ask you guys: is that a new style or is that no, I just got this no. thing? And, uh, is I'm it, rolling. Is it like is it yeah. like when you uh when you buy the starter hats? Remember you bought a uh, yeah. You uh, would keep the the, the sticker around. Yeah. Um. No, you got to take that off, man. I can remember, man. Oh, Diddy Gun yeah. clowned me one time. He Who? clowned me because I you no, did. No, I did not. I did yes, not. you did. I had bought a I new. I had bought a new suit. <laughs> and I wore it to work, and it still had the stitching on the back to keep the uh, things from flowing. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, they weren't pulled yet. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and he, oh, he made me feel like I was this big. I'm like, be gun, my brother. Why art thou talking about me like this? And he just had everybody in the spot rolling, rolling. I mean, they were laughing so hard they couldn't even work, man. Like D-Gun. that happened. That, that happened to me one time. I was in the locker room. I was wearing a new, a blue blazer, and Trot walked up to me, D gun. I see you got some new threads. I'm like, huh? It had the, it had the label. I thought I, I and I usually I'm meticulous about because you know they put the label on the sleeve, yeah. inside, on the back, yeah. and it's a the, pain in the, the butt tail. to cut off because you're worried yes. you're going to cut the suit. Yes, but I forgot yeah. one. Exactly. And goes, D Gun, did you just buy this this morning? I'm like, what are you talking about? And it was there's still a tag on the bottom of the, <laughs> and he ripped yeah. it off. And I'm thinking, did you just rip my jacket? You know, D Gun, I got this. Oh. Zip, all I heard was <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Man, you just ripped the tag. He go, man. I help you out, man. What you you want? Like, and then Marshall comes. Marshall comes. Me, no, that's that's not what it is. That's how it is. D gun, D gun. He's taking this suit back when he's done with it today. <laughs> I said, come on, Marshall, get off me, man. Go. And you started it all. You were the antagonist to start the whole thing, D gun. You, you started it all. I I have no idea what you're talking about. I would <laughs> right. never do that to you. Matter of fact, Barrett, I am here only to support you and nothing else. Right after what right, you did right. last week, uh, let me tell you, you want you want to talk about Rob. Let me tell you this real quick. So <laughs> he called. So when he was going through some last week, he, you know, I, I was I was on the phone with him and his wife, right? Yeah. And so the next day, he calls calls me, Digga, how you doing? Is your wife there? What you want to talk to my wife for, man? <laughs> and he goes, well, I say, yeah, she's in her office. Right, what do you want? Oh, can you put her on the speaker? I go down the hall. I'm like, what does he want? He puts, I just want to thank you for what you did because I know Derek didn't really mean it. I said, what? <laughs> no, you didn't. Wait, 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 wait. See what uh, it was. 
I uh my I don't want to say too much. My, yeah, my, my body's producing uh, a little too much protein, and it just does it. So the doc was all worried. He's like, oh, hey, um, that's from that you white know, cancer. You, 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 you might have cancer or something like that. So you know, I had to go through all these tests. So I did all these tests. I even did a bone marrow um uh biopsy. I did all this stuff right. Right. And then Deacon, out of the kindness of his heart, you know, prays for me and everything, you know, and then turns around and says, and his and wife turns around, he talks to, um, he, you know, he tells Trish, pray for me also. So I call him back. I say, hey, Deacon, the wife around? He's like, yeah, let me talk to her real fast. So he goes in and I say, put me on speakerphone. So he puts me on speakerphone. I turn around and I say, um, uh, Trish, I want to thank you so much for the prayers you sent out to me because I know your husband didn't think, your husband, uh, he didn't mean it. So <laughs> He didn't mean it. <laughs> He didn't I'm, mean sitting it. I'm sitting here going, no, he didn't. Oh this bleep, God. this bleepity bleep, no, he oh, didn't. Oh, and then my wife plays right along. Well, you're welcome, Barry. You know, sometimes Derek, and the, like, whoa, 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 is this a Twilight Zone? What the heck's going on here? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man, I said that was, that was pretty good. I got that one off. I got that one off because he just he pulled, he pulled Eddie Haskell on me. He pulled, he he basically Eddie Haskell me again. So uh, I'm outside in the yard the next day, and I'm working in my yard, Rob. And, I, and, and it's just, it's, you know how these epiphanies come to you? Yes. And I said, I said, he did it again. He backdoored <laughs> me again. I'm in the middle of planting my wife's plants, and I just <laughs> sat up real straight, and I said, he did it to me again. Yeah. So I texted him. I said, you know what? Diabolical. Yeah. He's got, he's got your number, man. Oh, he does. He does. See, he gets on this show and everybody plays all Bear. D guns always picking on Bear. They don't know Bear like I know Bear. They don't know him. He's he's the. Bro. I'm telling you right now. He's the he's the black Eddie Haskell. I'm telling you that right now. I'm telling you, know, man. You, you, how many times have you done it to me though? I mean, I'm sitting in there. He goes, He gets to uh, you know. He clowned. Everybody's clowning on some Marshall comes at uh, uh, B Brooks. You're not gonna be able to return this, man. Cause I just got a little dirt on, man. You're not gonna be able to return this suit, man. I was like, "What are you talking about? Return the suit?" Because I have the the uh, the things are still uh, sewn together. I'm like, man, come on, man. You always get me, bro. Always. But I, but I I have been there though. You you you're so scared that you're gonna you're, you're trying to cut this label off, like for if it's on your you know whatever. Oh, you just like, got me in trouble, my mom. Uh oh. What happened, yeah, Mama Brooks? On. See see there, you got me in trouble, my Good. mom. Thank you, Mama Brooks. <laughs> I need Thank to tell. You. I need to tell her. You got yourself in trouble for Rob. You know what though? I can't. Tell, I've had. I've had some suits. I've had. I've had several suits, and I'm talking expensive suits. Here's what I hate about suits: is when they have the pocket stitch, all like the breast pocket and the side pocket. Stitch. Oh yeah, you can't get. So yeah, why do they do that? And they do that with yeah, the pockets man. here, not just not just the pocket yeah, square man. pocket. They do yeah. it with the side pockets too. I know, man. It's trades because I'm. I don't want to rip it because I know. Yeah, think brother. I might just rip everything apart. So I'm, I, yeah, I know. Yes, I'm telling you. I but I want to. I want to be able to put a pocket square in. I have there cut. And, oh yes, I have cut through several suits, and I'm talking Hugo Boss suits, stuff like this. Cut through yeah. like the, the the material. I'm like mad as a hornet's nest. I'm still wearing the suit because I can't take it back now. I'm mad as a hornet's nest. Look at that green. That's money green right there. Money. Show me the money. So that yeah, there. Yeah, that's that's so, that's straight money green there. Oh, Look, he's man. so happy. I got 250 million reasons to be happy. All right, hold, hold up, Tone. Keep it there. All right. Can you can you zoom on that? Can you do anything with that? If you can't, don't worry about it. All right. So here's what I'm trying to figure out. 
is this a and and folks in the chat want to jump in? Let me see. Is this First a of logo? all, the, the, suit, the suit is 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 awesome. But don't don't understand yeah, yeah. where And that's his beautiful girlfriend, by the way. Um, so the suit's on fire. The tie was perfect. It's gray. Like the whole thing. the The base of the watch is green. Like the he's totally on the money with everything. Styling, styling, styling. So the only question I have is on the sleeve. Do you keep the? Is that a thing now to keep the label? No. Okay. Maybe, no, is I that think his initials? Maybe. Might if be it was his initials. initials, it wouldn't be boxed like that. Okay. You wouldn't have a box like that. So M. Reyes is saying that's a label you don't remove. Okay, it might be. Oh, no, it's yeah. not a label you remove. Duck. I've Duck never, is saying. I have, I Duck seen is uh, Gucci, and he's keeping it on because <laughs> of the label to show off that it's Gucci. Oh, okay. wow. Look at Jim G. Okay, said, yeah, name yeah. and address on a label like kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case he gets lost, he can always look at his sleeve. Okay. No, but but all right, that's good. Tom, good good, uh, good hustle on that, man. Appreciate that's it. That's great work by you, Tom. Jalen thanked his girlfriend today and, you know, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girl. Uh, anyway, so it says you know Gucci. She, you know she's salivating. She rich. She rich right now. I'm Amen. rich. Thank <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to the victors go to the spoils. I, I I'm not hating. I'm so, you know. I'm sorry if that's a fad. You know, you keeping it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying a suit where that's ex- laid. I don't need to show that. I yeah. I don't. I just like my traditional suits. I like my Hugo Boss. I like my Perry Alice. I just I just like my. I can't. I'm fit not putting. I'm not putting the label. You what? I can't fit none of those. Yes, you can. They're, they're custom made. Go, I'm sure you can. No. Well, I'm not getting nothing custom made. That's Why not? You cheap. It costs cheap. money. I mean, we're talking about like twelve thousand dollars. No, thirteen. The cheapest suit I ever bought was twelve hundred bucks. Come on, man. Custom. Well, okay. And I, and I, yeah. Custom. What and, name and, brand was it? Uh, I forget who. Man, Ventura's or something like that. They made one for me. Oh yeah. Hey, Ventura's is pricey, man. Woo. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I got. I remember. Hey, I never told you. I don't Ventresca. know if I told you. I probably did tell you guys. Ventresca. Yeah. But um. My uh, very, my very famous local uh, uh, clothing. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up in um, up in was it um, new uh, new something? New Hope. Yeah, New Hope or somewhere somewhere on there. But look, my rookie year, Ricky Waters bought the entire offensive line suits because he had over fifteen yards rushing, fifteen hundred yards rushing. So he bought everybody's suits. But you know when you get a suit, and the inside you get your name when it's custom made. So that's how right. you really know it's custom made. You got your name in there. Right. Well, when they when he had our suits made for us. It didn't have our names in it. It had running Ricky <laughs> Waters on it. Uh, running on, on the inside of our suits. Yes. <laughs> no, no. That is so Ricky. Running oh, Ricky Waters. All right. Do me a favor, Tone. Uh, I, this little, I, I know I'm sort of obsessed with this, so I'll leave it alone after this. <laughs> Go to John McMullen's Twitter handle, Tone. Grab the photo that he just put up two minutes ago. All right. This you. So this is – you guys are exactly right. I'm just going to confirm – that 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 are the tone and the folks in the chat are on on the money with this because you can see it from this shot. All right, so we'll, we'll we'll just lock it in. But Barrett, that's so Ricky. I told you the story where he was at a at a high school football game with his own jersey on. <laughs> he had his his number twelve Notre Dame throwback, and he was wearing it. <laughs> that's crazy, man. It's the best. Is that like, egotistical right That would be like what? you showing up at, at, at a high school football game with your Kansas State jersey on. But anyway. Right, right. All right, I'll so if that. you That's, look real yeah. close, and again, uh, Jalen and his gorgeous girlfriend there, Gucci. See it? Yeah. See, I can't do it. See, that, that would bother me. I can't wear a suit like that. I can't no, have a label on the outside of my suit. Well, we, we're, we're, we're not rich like that. We don't. We can't do that. If I was right rich, I wouldn't do it. 
that's who probably cost like 10 Tell grand. Tell him good hustle, dude. That, yeah. that costs like 10 grand, man. If, if I was rich, I would not wear a suit like that. I just, I'm not, I just don't. I don't want, I don't, were, I don't need to tell you. Don't need gun, to know. You're already what, rich. You're already rich. I'm, I'm rich in spirit. You're rich because you know us. <laughs> Thank you. I'm rich yes. in friends. Yes. And I'm rich in, you know what? I always tell people, I say, you know what? You can tell the wealth of a man or woman, not by how much money they got, but by how many friends they've accumulated in a lifetime. Right. You know, to me, that's wealth. Well, that's what you know what? You know what? Like, like, Captain Tony. Captain Tony feels the same way you do. He yes. calls it his cooler. He's got a cooler. He's got yeah. a guy in his cooler that does this. He's got a guy in his cooler yep. that does that. He's got a yep. guy in his cooler that does this. You know, because you, you you never know who you or what you might need from somebody. You know what I'm saying? And that's, with me, I live by this motto. The same people you see going up are the same people you're going to see going down. And right. I'm hopefully, I'm a good enough friend. I'm good enough to people that if I'm on my way down, they snatch and grab me before I get down. You know what I'm saying? There you go. That's why I like to live my life. You know what I'm saying? There you that's go. And, and, and there's also there's also people, if you equate it to a rocket, if you know a, ro a rocket, a rocket has a booster on it. When it gets to, to a certain elevation, the booster falls off. And that's the yep. same way in life. There are a lot of times you have to let go of certain things. Certain people have to fall off because they're not going where you're trying to go. Yeah. You know, yeah, so you I'm holding on like this, T-Rod D-Gun. I'm holding on with that rocket. Trying not to fall off of you. Try to you try to knock my hand off, but I'm not doing it. I'm holding on. I'm not letting go. No, nah, bro. Think about think about think about in your lifetime how many people you've had to let go because they do certain things that you don't want to be a part right. of. Out of that, um, you don't want to be caught in situations like that. And these are dudes that you would you would be in a foxhole with if a war broke out. You know, because you know they got your back and you got their back. But when it comes to everyday life. You got you got to separate from them, man, because you're trying to do one thing and they're doing something else that you don't want to be a part of, associated with, and mm -hmm. you know, just I, I will say know, sincerely, you two guys are foxhole guys. I, no I've question. had, no I've worked, I've yeah. worked with people where I'm like, where's right. the knife coming from? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or it's like exactly, psycho bro. in the shower. You know what exactly. I mean? But no, I, I mean it sincerely, yeah. man. I, it, you guys are. Yeah, our business our business is brutal, man. In terms yeah. of you gotta be careful, very you gotta be very careful who you trust in this industry. Crabs very in the careful. The crabs in the barrel. Tell me exactly right, Barry. Crabs in and the barrel. I don't I don't like uh, just like this. I got I really, really, really believe this that if anything I needed, you guys will be there for me, bro. That's why anytime you guys ever ask me for anything, I'm right there. I'll get oh, a, that's, that's look, I'll get a text. Is if it's going pretty slow? If it's going pretty slow in sports, I'll get a text from Rob. Hey, uh, hey, Barry. Yo, uh, B, can you jump on? <laughs> <laughs> and at least I only have ten minutes. He'll milk us. He'll milk a solid thirty oh. minutes out of that easy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm a magician when it comes to that, man. Um, <laughs> so yes, yeah, you, you no lies told, as they say. <laughs> that is correct, sir. Hey, um, what's this? Much? Hey, is my screen looking grainy? Some people said yeah, my screen look, looks look kind of grainy. grainy. Yeah, you, Plus you so like going in and out. I think yeah, we'll me. get you. We'll, we'll, let's let's you know take what? a break let, and we'll get you straightened out. We'll do that, Derek. We'll get you straightened out. Let me. Uh, I'm going to log out and, right. and try to yeah, log yeah, back yeah. in. Yeah, we'll, let, let's, we'll take a break a little bit early and we'll get you straightened out technically and we'll come back. Here's what we're going to do we're going to come back. We got three days to the draft. There's some weird rumors floating around, number one. And also, uh, we'll get a little bit more. We'll put put it on the line what we think is going to happen at ten and thirty with the Eagles. And uh, you know, we'll get into some other odds and ends here when it comes to the NFL. We got Sixers, we got Phillies. Later in the show, we're gonna we're gonna look at the NFC East and what they've done in the offseason, and and some teams that might be open to trading who are ahead of the Eagles too, which could change 
who could still be there for the Eagles at 10. All right, so we'll get into all that when we come back. We'll get Derek straightened out. We'll be good to go. Don't go anywhere, folks. We keep it rolling when we come back. That's Derek Gunn. That's Barrett Brooks. I'm Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. You know what? No better time. Get something to eat. Your stomach's ground a little bit. You're hungry. You've been working hard all day. Yes, Bravo Pizza of Habertown is where you want to go. I was in there Thursday. I grabbed a pizza for my, my daughter's birthday uh, gathering that we had on Thursday night. It was uh, right on the money as usual. Uh, they've been family owned since 1985. You got Alex and the entire crew in there. They're there seven days a week. Food is fresh every single day. Homemade daily, not sitting under some heat lamp. They offer 20, 20, 20 different styles of pizza every day. They have slices to go. But here's the thing. In addition to the 20 different styles, they have what's called, you name it, they'll make it. That's right. Specialized pizza your way. And they don't just do pizza. They do fresh pasta. They do sandwiches. They do wraps. They do wings. They do salads. Bravo Pizza also is committed to the community. Fundraisers for charities, for schools, for little leagues, where the proceeds go to those organizations. You could follow them on Instagram and Facebook at the Bravo Pizza of Havertown. That's where you get the specials. That's where you get the promotions. That's where you get the menu. 1305 Westchester Pike Manoa Shopping Center in Havertown. That's 1305 Westchester Pike in the Manoa Shopping Center in Havertown. Give them a call. 610-446-3810. That's Bravo Pizza of Havertown. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes 
and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Rob and Barrett. Derek's getting himself straightened out. We are. We're working on uh, his, his technical uh, uh, issues, which we will have. Uh, we're efforting, uh, as we as we always like to say. Efforting this. Efforting. Effort. Efforting this. Yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, a couple things. We were reacting to the Jalen Hurts press conference that he had a little bit earlier. Uh, it was you know the Eagles representatives Howie and, and Jeffrey Lurie. Jeffrey introduced Jalen. Jalen was there. Uh, his family was there. Uh, girlfriend, etc. So it was great to see the uh, everybody. Nick Sirianni was there. Everybody there today supporting Jalen and uh, you know getting that deal taken care of. So a lot of excitement, you know, uh, you know for sure. Um, but a couple other things, Barrett, that I want to dive into some some weird um, rumors over the weekend. And and keep in mind, it's that time of year. I mean, this is when this stuff is is flowing, especially heavy. Um, you, you know, there, there's a lot of smoke screens being thrown around, um, you know, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I want to bounce this one off of you. Okay. Regarding Derrick Henry. So um, we know that, you know, he's a guy who's been a stalwart, you know, for a long time, that's for sure. Um, and there's a lot of options, you know, for the Eagles, but this one was interesting. You remember a uh, former NFL player, Akbar, Baja Biamila. Yeah. Yeah. I played with his I played with his uh his brother. Okay. Um so he is uh he he retired. He's he hosts NBC Ninja, now Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. does does, does other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So he he put a rumor out there uh over the weekend saying that um he's hearing that the Eagles, there's mutual interest between the Eagles and Derrick Henry coming over here to, to uh from Tennessee. Now he shares the same agency as Derrick Henry and AJ Brown. They're all represented by the same folks. So when people, you know, got wind of that, they started thinking, all right, here we go. This thing must be real. If these two are, you know, on the same page. Um, I I guess Barrett, I'll I'll bounce this off you because my first reaction, you know, his salary cap hit this year is 16 million. Um, Most of which would likely be picked up by the Titans and it's the final year of his contract. But that said, oh, Bar- Derek's back. So, so Connor, we're talking about the, the Derek Henry rumor. Like, my first reaction was, if you're in a position at 10-30 or with your second-round pick to take a, a running back there, which will cost you less, much less, even if Tennessee's picking up a good amount of that, that doesn't have the mileage. I mean, let's face it, Derek Henry is starting to break down a little bit. Why does this make sense for the Eagles to do? Makes absolutely no sense. You know, I mean, I'm... I'm I, I got a bunch of points I want to make to it, but I want to, I want to hear Derek talk about it first. He, he, he talked about, um, you know, why he wouldn't be good here. And then I'll explain to you why I wouldn't think he'd be okay. good. Okay. First of all, why would you – you're not putting an eye back in this offense. He's an exclusive eye back. You're not – that's not – they don't run feature backs in this offense. He's a back that needs 25, 30 carries. 
when was the last time you've seen a back in this offense that had 25, 30 carries a game? Yeah. It, it doesn't, doesn't happen. happen in this offense. They're not paying that kind of money. If that was the case, you would have kept Miles Sanders, plain and simple. You know, Miles oh, Sanders proved his durability. He got a thousand yards. Um, he would have probably been cheaper than Derrick Henry when you look at the numbers he got from Carolina. Absolutely. You know, this, so, and then I checked with a few people, and, and the comment I got was, People out there just starting bleep. They don't know what the bleep you're talking about. I said, okay. That's, once I heard that, I said, okay, that's all I need to know. That's regarding Derrick Henry. Okay. You yeah. said that? The, the folks he talked to. The people uh, well, I well, to. I, um, well, this is why I'm going to say no, not no, but hell no. Just like you said, he's an eye back, meaning he has to get the ball from eight yards deep, get going. And that's when he makes his yards. You know, then people start making business decisions on whether they're going to tackle or not. I'll start from this. The way they run offense is they run it from a shotgun position. That means Derrick Henry will have to go lateral, then go downhill. It'll take him too much to go lateral to get going downhill to be evasive in that type of offense. So he doesn't fit that that because of that one reason right there. The reason why I know this because I watched Murray do it with Chip Kelly. Right. Yes. Virtually the same back, but Derrick Henry's bigger than he is. And he has to go in two different directions. You want him just to go one direction. Let him follow that ball and go downhill. He's not doing that. Number two, the Eagles run an offense that is catered. And this is why I don't think that, you know, uh, they're going to bring in Bijan. They run an offense that's catered to pass happy in the first. And if you're good with with, um, Bijan only getting four or five carries in the first half, and then they start pounding the second half because they pass the ball first to open up a lead so they can run the ball in the second half. Mm-hmm. That's how they run the offense. It's ironclad, true. That's what they do. They like to pass it to open up the run, and then they pound you after they got a lead. Yeah. I, I just – I worry – look, he missed seven games in 01. He missed one last year. And you, you're talking about a guy who's – he's 29. He's not even 30 yet, but – who's had 1,750 carries. <laughs> Generally, when you start, not everybody, I know there's exceptions in Adrian Peterson, and you know, I, people will throw exceptions out there. I'm not saying there aren't exceptions, but usually this is when it starts to go the wrong way. The show yeah. of 215, you're right. Yeah. It'd be I, like DeMarco Murray all over again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Running backs don't run out of shotgun. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. See, see, this is the this is the thing that I, I hate about social media the most when stuff gets out there. People just grab stuff and just run with it. Just just run. They just hear a name and they just run with it. It has to fit the scheme. It has to fit. He doesn't fit their scheme. Yeah. Of what does. they do, but people here now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, we got to have him. Go get him. We got to. No. 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 no think about it. This. Think about it. Yeah. Bijan will what? fit it though. Yeah, Bijan will fit definitely. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're not doing that. You're not taking Bijan at ten. You're not getting him at ten. No. Well, here's what you wonder too, a little bit. Like this is again, you're trying to figure out what the what the motivation is behind this. It, it, could this just be Derrick Henry's order for a change of scenery? That's exactly and, what and, it and is. leaked it to one of his his guys and just said, "Dude, yeah, I, I know AJ's there. I'm friends with AJ. Yeah, I would I would love to land in Philly. They're a winning team. That's what I'm like. He just." You got to take everything with a grain of salt when stuff's put out there like this. I don't know. 
you know, when you've run the ball as much as you as as Derrick Henry has run the ball and has nothing to show for it, you look at their playoff appearances, they've always fallen short. It gets frustrating after a while. And sure, you know, you want to put yourself in a position to get over that hump that you've never experienced before. Players do it all the time, whether they delete, they uh, leak it directly to a media person or to a friend who leaks it to it or an agent who leaks it to it. Sure, they put it out there all the time. He's frustrated. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him one bit. I mean, look at what he sacrificed for Tennessee. and has nothing to show for his efforts. You know, well, he has all these yards, all these carries. Yes, but he's 29 now. He's not 24 anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, the, the hits are starting to take their toll. He wants something. He wants a reward for what he has sacrificed for this game. I don't blame him. Yep. One bit. That's yeah. exactly what it is. He's ring chasing. So, yeah. I can't be mad at his effort. And why not leak it from somebody who's from the same firm? You know, that, that he, he has the same agent as right. Baja. Right. So, <clears throat> when, I, when I look at that, I saw that. And when I saw it, it said, it said Henry traded to the Eagles. It didn't say. The rumor it said Henry traded to the Eagles. I'm like, no, he doesn't fit. So I, I, I'm looking everywhere trying to figure out where this is coming from. Then I see it. Then I realize, oh, they got the same agent. Uh, yeah. That's more than likely what's going on. But right. the more and more I think about Bijan, yes, he does fit this offense. Yes, he would be impactful in this offense. Do they run the ball enough to pick somebody up in the tenth as a tenth pick? No. Yeah, they just won't do it. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was out there. And and you always just prepare so that with it'll it'll start today, probably. And we'll see it Tuesday. We'll see it Wednesday. And we'll especially see it Thursday morning. There's going to be someone who's projected likely to be in the top 10 who someone's going to put a hit campaign out on. Like, you know, it. it's going to come. Something happened, you know, when they were 14 years old and they crossed the street the wrong way. And all of a sudden, here we go. You know, a guy got a jaywalking ticket or whatever. This stuff's going to start and and they're, and it's going to be a question of how much of a hit do they take, you know, and, and do they start falling here? Because right. you know, some someone's going to do somebody dirty or whatever. Maybe they uncover something that's real. I don't know. But so, that just trust me when I tell you that's going to happen. Um, so there's that. Anyway, so looking at it, guys, if we're – we know the Eagles right now are at 1030 that we know they could trade up. We know they could trade back. There's a lot of different ways that they could go. If we went on record, if you want to just go on record just for the hell of it, just for fun today and predict what you think is going to happen. What's our I, best guess? I, this is my best guess. And I've been saying it from for a little while now. I'm saying we stay at pick 10 and we get the carbon copy of where we had 18 and a half sacks from last year. And we go and get uh, um, Smith. Nolan Smith. Yep. Nolan Smith I, from Georgia. I think he's our guy at pick number 10. Um, and we trade the 30th pick. Okay. 30 gets traded. Mm. They stay at 10. They take Nolan Smith. They trade 30 into the second round. Or yeah. are, are they gonna are they going up? Uh they're trading 30 to get more picks in the second and the third. Okay. Okay. All right. I like it. How about you, Gunner? If he falls, it's either Jalen Carter or Paris Johnson. That's that's I'm torn between those two, but every time I talk to somebody, that's that's high on their priority list. Those two players, um, at ten, thirtieth. Here's where I think they may take a, a flyer on Bijan. If some some way, I don't think it's going to happen. Bijan would drop to the high teens, low twenties. They may try to move up to keep him from going to Dallas if, if they feel that, if they get skittish and feel he could end up in Dallas. Um, but 
for the most part, how he, I've said this too many times, how he likes having those middle round picks. I think that 30th pick is, is perfect trade bait to get multiple picks in the third or fourth round, second round, another second round pick, something to that degree. Uh, but I do think they're, they're going to try to stay where they are at 10 and get an elite player. If you look at this particular draft, there's a reason only 17 or 18 players was were invited to the draft. Wow, that's there's huge. Not 30, think about that. I think that's the lowest number ever invited to the first first day of a draft. They, the, the projections are they don't see 31 first-round picks in this year's draft. They feel there's some good play, a lot of good players, but a lot of similar players who would be good role players or have the potential to become Pro Bowl-type players but not legitimate surefire type type 30 first round picks. So that's why you only see 17, 18 drafted. So the Eagles want to stay and get one of those top 17, 18 players, whoever that player may be, mm-hmm. you know? So that's why I think they'll stand pat at 10 and start playing games with that 30th pick. Okay. Uh, look good. Good. Uh, good predictions. Uh, here's where I, where I'm going to go. And I'm going to, I'm going to go a little different here in that I'm going to stay pat with both. I think it's probably more likely 30 gets traded, but I'm, I'm just going to stay pat for a minute. You guys know, ideally, I'd like to get up and try and get Will Anderson and or Jalen Carter. I think it's going to be difficult. We'll talk about that a little bit later, too, because there, there may be a little bit more of a, of, a, of a way to get there, but a path. But anyway, here's what I think is going to happen. I think they if they stay at 10, which I think they're going to do, I think, again, just, just my estimation here, I think they're going to take Miles Murphy. The edge out of Clemson. Good pick. That's I think, a good pick. Yeah, 30. They're going to have to get a little lucky with this one. But if Brian Branch falls, if I come out of the first round with Miles Murphy and Brian Branch, I'm doing backflips. You get an edge mm-hmm. guy who can move around that defensive line. You get Brian Branch, who's very versatile, who can do a lot of different things for you as well, who's been a three-year starter at, at Bama. I think that's two pretty good hauls in the first round if that's what you come away from. That's not bad at all. It's not bad. That'll put that'll like put that yeah, that'll put uh, that'll put our fearless leader uh, um, Howie back into the executive of the year award. <laughs> he's able to pull that off. You know, you know it's funny. We we all know it too. Um, there, no, even no matter what happens, unless he's taken before they pick a ten, people are going to be pissed off if they don't take Bijan. There's been such a fervor worked up here. You know, and manufactured in a lot of ways regarding Bijan. That no matter what happens there at ten, people are going to be angry if he if he's not there. If they don't take him, I'm sorry. I, I, it's just the way it, of it, course this thing are. works. It'll be the Donovan. It'll be the Donovan. Uh, Ricky Williams. Very much repeated. Twenty four years later. Yep. Yeah. Be yeah. the same thing because I, I just can't see them. Doing that, I mean, to me, it just doesn't make sense to me from a, from the, from the standpoint that they just don't invest in guys like that that early. I, I thought that when they got Miles, they invested with him too early. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's just you know they're definitely not going to do it in the first. And then when you think about Paris Johnson Jr., he's my number one offensive lineman in the draft. Yep. I don't Ohio know State. where people gets this Skaronsky Peter Skaronsky from. I, I watch film on both guys. I mean, tons and tons of film. Mm-hmm. And he's good. Peter Skronsky is very, very good. But Paris Johnson is better. Better athletically. He's played more positions. He's played more time. Yep. Um, he comes from a school that, you know, dominates in uh in you know in, in the Big Ten. So 
I don't see why they don't have him up higher as far as being a guy that they want to <clears throat> bring it down. In fact, I like Wright better than I like Peter Skaronsky. Oh, yeah, gee, okay. I, I like Wright better. So he's Peter Skaronsky is my number number three offensive lineman. Then I have Johnson uh, and Wright as first and second. So those are three really good. But not to take anything away from him, all three of those guys will come in and be day one starters. All three of them could. Yeah, they want starters. That's how good they are. I'll tell you, you know what's so, interesting. Go ahead, Gunner. Whoever they take, if they stay at 10, is not going to be an every down starter right away. They don't have to be. Yes. That's another thing. Howie did. Yep. Yes. They're, they're, they're in a position where because of the players they have holding over, because of the players they brought back with contracts, they don't have to throw them to the fire right away. They can ease them in. Now, if they accelerate their learning curve, they'll get more reps as the season goes along. You can see them going from 20%, 35 40 maybe even 50%, depending on, on how, how quickly they accelerate or the injury factor. If a number of players go down at a certain position and they, they're needed out of necessity. You know, that's a great luxury to have as well, too, where you don't have to force them in. You can have another Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean situation where, you know, we, we, can, we, can, we can slowly – slowly groom them to assume a bigger role and not put a lot of pressure on them right away. Mm. I, I, I saw a mock that and tell me how likely you guys think this might be um, that had Atlanta taking Bijan at eight, that he could be Ooh. gone before the Eagles even get that there. was the bet that I had, but wow. I don't think that he's going to, I didn't think he was going to make it out two ten. Yeah, that was the bet that I had right there. Wow. No, I do. I remember you saying that, Barrett. But he, I, I, look, I, it's certainly it's possible when you're talking about a guy that talented. But the only thing I would say is, like, if you're Atlanta, you still have on the roster right now, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. They still have they, they drafted the kid Algier who went over a thousand yards, and they still have Cordero uh, Pat- Patterson is still there too. Like, are, does Bijan make a ton of sense there? No, it doesn't. Yeah. But. Not, no, not let me change. Let me change. Let me change that. This draft is going to be so wacky. The Bijan gets drafted before ten. They are probably. I. I don't think they're going to make a run on quarterbacks until the middle. Probably middle of middle round. Because the quality of quarterbacks, uh, there's only really two good quarterbacks in this draft that'll be worth <coughs> a first round grade. But is that first round grade worth what they're, you know, what, what, what is it worth them yeah. being the first and second pick? That's where I'm not, I'm not good. Cause to me, the two guys that get drafted as far as quarterbacks first, they wouldn't be, in fact, I don't think that they would be a top 10 pick in a draft from right. two years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't think the quality is there. So that's why I was big on, you know, Derek keeps saying, they only invited 17 players to the draft. Is that all? Draft? That's all? Just 17? 17 or 18. It's wow. Something like that. That's okay. crazy because I was, I've, been, I've been saying that for the longest, that the quality of players in this draft is not such that I've been overwhelmed with what yeah. they're going to do. There, no, like, not that the Eagles need it, right? Right. Like there's not a, like there's not the star power receiver, really. Like, I like Smith and the Jigba. I like him. Yeah. But, like. There's not that guy where you're like, whoa, like you're not really, even if you get, you could be on Stroud, you're right. It, it's like, there's major risk with Richardson 
with with Levis. You know, it, it's like solid trenches, guys. Uh, you know, edge, and that, and that's all well and good. But it, yeah, you're right. It just doesn't seem like this this year doesn't pop like some other years did necessarily. Right, right. For whatever reason, what do you think? That yeah, is? see this 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 story came out April April. What's the date today? Twenty twenty four. Twenty fourth. This story came out uh, April thirteenth. Uh, the NFL has announced. 17 college players will be invited to attend the 2023 NFL draft in Kansas city. Um, let me see. And then Kansas city outlets are also how many players. Okay. Uh, yeah. 17 players. That's what it's coming out of Kansas city. Also 17 players, college player, 17 college football prospects to attend 2023 NFL draft. So what does that tell you? There's yep. too many middle-of-the-road players that the NFL – and you know what? Kudos to the NFL. Yeah, they don't want to embarrass them. They don't want a young man sitting there embarrassed. How many times have we seen guys sitting in a green yep. room on day two? Yeah, Bro, that's you exactly why I didn't go. Yep. I got invited to New York on the draft. I was the top yep. five. I was a lineman in the draft. Top five. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Top five I was a lineman. And they said, hey, we want, we want to fly you up for the draft. You're going to be in the green room. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna stay in St. Louis, and I stayed there with my my uh, my family. I got a, a room at, I think like the Crown Hotel, you know, one of the better you know hotels in 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 uh, St. Louis, and I stayed there. And that my agent had got me a suite. He had a room downstairs when I got drafted. All my family was downstairs with the festivities, so I'm down there with them. And the draft started. I got halfway through the draft. I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to get, you know, knots in my stomach. Let me go. I'm, I'm going upstairs. I'm going to chill upstairs. And everybody told everybody, yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back. So I went upstairs and I laid down and I actually fell asleep, man. And till it got to the Kansas City pick. And Kansas City calls me and I, you know, I'm talking to them. And they were like, uh, well, we were going to pick you up. Um, so hold off for a minute. And they said, all right, we'll call you back. And they hung the phone up. Well, they didn't pick me up. They went with another somebody else. Mm. Uh, uh, officer tackle from from Michigan, Trey Trey something, right. Trey Jenkins, yeah, Trey, Trey Jenkins or Giselle Jenkins, something like that. Never played for him. He played three years mm. in the NFL and never played for him. So they passed me by. The Jets called me. They passed by. Then I get drafted in the second round. I was thinking to myself, what if I would have went up there? I'd have been looking like a dunce mm-hmm. in New York if I'd have went because I went in the second round instead of the first round. Yeah. You look at you look at the faces of some of these young men who are still sitting there on day two. You can tell they're dejected, they're embarrassed, they're disappointed, and people are walking by consoling them. You see pick shots of people patting them on the back, whispering in their ears. You know that's that's tough for a young man. You you've waited for this moment to be drafted, and everybody's told you you're going to be a first round pick, and you're still sitting there. 32, 31, 32 picks have come and gone. You're still sitting there, and all of a sudden you're the loneliest man in the room. You know, and so kudos. The NFL basically has identified 17 players that they are confident are going somewhere in the first round. So I don't, I don't blame, I don't blame the NFL for doing that. One yeah. iota, and they're protecting yeah, they're, the young they're, they're players. They're trying also. to do right by these guys. It, it, it is the right move. Yeah, and, you know, you're right, you're right. And we've yeah. seen it. I was watching something on ESPN. They're doing these really good little pieces, these like path to the draft or something. I forget. Oh, yeah. yep, yep. And they were doing 1994 uh, last night. Was one of them they had on, and it was. Trent Dilfer, you forget, but he was like falling. And that's what spurred 
Mel Kuyper getting into it with with uh, what was his name, Bill Tobin, who was the uh, Colts guy. The Colts GM, yeah, yeah. The Colts took uh, Trev Alberts, and, yeah. And Kuyper comes on and said, "This is why they're a loser organization. This is why they're always picking second. And he went nuts. And this guy was like, "Who the hell is Mel Kuyper?" And started blasting Mel Kuyper. Yeah. And blah, 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 yeah. So, bro, he got me drafted. Trev Alberts was the number one defensive player in the country when we played against. He was in Nebraska. Yeah. And I whooped his tail, bro. Really? That's what got me drafted because I, I man, I played so well against him. Like, oh, this guy can play. And from that point on, my junior year, I, I mean, I, I balled out against. I was killing him. Mm-hmm. And then I went against, you know, the guys from uh, McGee and Williams from Colorado. Both of them won the first round that year. Uh, you know, um, I mean, I played against so many great players that year. Steve Atman, all those guys, and played well. And that's what got my stock all the way up. But Trev Alberts was the number one defensive player in the country at the time. Wow. That's in awesome. A rush in slash linebacker. He was great at Nebraska. He was. Yeah, he was. That's pretty cool, man. I, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. So, th- look, this the point is this stuff happens, you know, every single year. I, Peter King has them taking Nolan Smith um, at at number 10. And I heard I heard Baldy on – I forget where I heard Baldy. But Baldy's not a big fan. Baldy's, you know, worried. He said he just mm. doesn't like what he sees on film from him. Oh, from uh, from Nelson. You were saying that from uh, Nelson. Uh, me, uh, not Nelson, but um, Smith. Nolan Smith. Yeah, Nolan, and he, Smith. Nolan Smith. Yeah. He said, you know, the odds of you getting two guys that are undersized like that and being as good as he and Reddick would be are rare. You know, and we went on to talk about other stuff that he didn't. He that didn't necessarily. He didn't necessarily like watching film of them. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. Everybody's got their opinions, man. You know. And but I know Baldy's a guy who lives watching tape. He watches so much. That's all he does. That's all. Yeah. That's all he does. Yeah. 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 But look, the odds are. Oh, by the way, the Eagles uh, and have uh, signed Tyree Jackson to his exclusive rights tender, and safety Marquise Blair has been released. You know, not major moves there, but something. Um, The odd. Who? I don't. I don't know. (laughs) Um. Yeah, Marquise Blair out, Tyree Jackson signed, re-signed, uh, ex- extended. I don't I don't think they're going to sit there at 10 and 30. I think there's definitely going to be a move made, up or back, one or the other. Well, certainly gonna it, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. But I don't know if he could – I don't know if he could He could stand not having any picks and sitting on his hands for the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth round. Yeah, I don't need He has six picks. I, I, I can't see that happening. I mean – He's gonna be going through convulsions. He's gonna, he's not gonna know what to do with himself, bro. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with you, Barrett. I, I think there's you're gonna be they're gonna figure out a way to get fourth and fifth rounders. Right, right. They're not gonna go right from the third to the seventh. They're, they're what is it? The, they have four picks in the top ninety four. He's not gonna yeah. wait all the way until there's two to there's two picks they have left in the seventh round. There's no chance that that's gonna end up happening. Well, people are saying you know that uh, to say gonna run two standing edge rushers. That, yeah. That, it seems to work when you have guys like Kevin Green and uh and uh what's his name? Uh um uh, 95 Greg Lloyd. It worked for them. Pittsburgh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, Greg three, Lloyd was four. a bad man. Yep. And, and, and and that's exactly the defense they run, is that three four. So I mean I'm just saying, you know. Well, and I would the other thing I would say is I don't know, I'd have to see Smith more, but I, I, you guys tell me, is, is Reddick a total liability in the run? I don't think so. No, Reddick sets the edge in a run yeah you know what i'm saying no he's a liability in coverage not the run the coverage 
Well, they don't need it. They just need to rush the passer. Exactly. And, bro, I just can't get past that Hassan Reddick ran a 4-5 at the combine. Yeah. This kid ran a 4-3. Yeah. At, at, at 240. Yeah, he's bigger. Yes. He's mm-hmm. six. He's six. He's six three, two forty. Strong. Can yep. set the edge. Been setting the edge. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, the, you know, the tape doesn't follow. The tape, what do you mean the tape doesn't lie? What do you mean it doesn't? I can't get past the fact that we're talking about this kid not making every sack when you've got you've got the, the caliber of players you have at, at, at Georgia. He's not gonna be able to get there every single time. Yeah. Because you had Carter and them there. Yeah, you had a bunch of other killers. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it is. I don't know, man. You know, I, I hear you. I hear you. you know, look, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to each their own. Everybody's got their uh, their their favorites and the guys they don't like. All right. So what we'll do uh, with the NFL segment, guys? There, we'll, I, I know Barrett, you didn't get a chance to really get into this, so we'll we'll discuss this. Dem- Demar Hamlin's comeback. Um, I, I'll tell you a couple of the things that that are being bandied about and one of them is arizona being open to trading number three um and also so there's two spots in the top 10 that could be open for for sale arizona potentially shopping the number three pick and houston not locked in on a quarterback which means they could be willing to either take a defender or make a trade with somebody who's quarterback hungry so we'll Mm -hmm. discuss all that we'll get into the nfc east moves that dallas made Washington and the Giants, whether they're better or worse, we'll hit all that stuff uh, in the uh, in the two o'clock segment. We'll come back. We'll talk a little Sixers guys a little bit deeper because they did sweep out the Nets, but there's concern. There's concern uh, regarding Joel Embiid and that knee. So we will discuss that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, I'm Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take with you on this Monday. All right, let's talk about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because. You know, finding that right person that you invest your money in, your hard-earned money, your money for your future, for your family, for you after, you know, you retire, you got to make sure you get it right. And I found the right person, and I want to turn that right person on to you, and that's Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, you might have a small business and you're trying to get your employee benefits off the ground. He can help you with any of those kind of things. And then some, if you're not really sure, he's a great sounding board, somebody to reach out to. I know I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollover with Jim, and I couldn't be any happier. You will be too. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. You can email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Heading down the shore. Have a ball once more. 
Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Champions on three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Monday, how about um, there's less than a week left of April? But that, we're almost in May. It's unbelievable how fast the time goes. Crazy, isn't it? Yes. And uh, we will be, uh, Derek and I, and Barrett, you'll be... Uh, uh, you'll be... What did you say? Uh, all right, we lost there. Derek's got some connection. Major connection issues, audio right, right. and video. We'll, we'll get them straight now. We'll get them straight now. Uh, but we were we will be down at uh, at Ocean Casino Resort for uh, for sports take during the day on Thursday, and then our draft show on Thursday. I know Barrett, you'll be you'll be with us, uh, you know, virtually as well. So we'll we'll all be hanging out. So it, it should be a lot of fun there, uh, for sure. All right. So the Sixers get the sweep of the Nets. Uh, the only sweep, by the way, in the NBA playoffs. Yep. Everybody's still playing. Even, you know, even Denver. Yes, they're up 3-1. Yeah, but the Sixers took care of their business. Give them props. You know, uh, they, they beat a lesser team. But nonetheless, you know, it, you look at it, Barrett, Thursday and Saturday were both really tough battles. And, and I thought they showed a lot. They showed a lot of heart uh, in both of those circumstances, especially Saturday without Embiid, just to be able to win that game after everything that they had gone through. Rob, the confidence level that this 76ers – bench has is, is, is through the roof right now mm -hmm. through the roof i like the way these these kids are. now i'm not even gonna say young guys this guy's like deontay Melton. these guys you know they're not young they're, yeah. they're playoff they're playoff ready you mm -hmm. know what i mean mm -hmm. they're good you know what i'm saying like it, it, it's not like these guys haven't now a young guy like um paul reed he's shockingly better than what i thought he was he's become a dominant force down low he had eight offensive rebounds the other day bro yeah, eight offensive rebound, not defensive, offense. Like he's on the paint, yep. you know, getting shots back up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's hustle. That's just right. hard work and hustle. That's just heart, man. That's just hard. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, 
I need somebody to shake. Shake is killing me, bro. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is playing at a high level. They're coming in. They're playing aggressive. I mean, Jalen McDaniels tried to yank the rim down on one time, tried to, <laughs> you know, trying to put something back in there. So, yeah, dude, Tobias Harris, I, I'm, I'm glad I got in his ass about him, you know, doing not doing what he's supposed to do because he is playing from a – he's playing from a whole new different uh, mentality right now. Mm-hmm. He is He is being – so dominant on how he's carrying himself on the defensive side and the offensive side. He's ready to pull up when, when, you know, and that's not even when he's called upon. He's calling his own number now. Yeah. He's getting it and not giving it back. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I, I mean, say what you want to say. I see, I see, I see uh, James Harden uh, and, and he's, he's actually giving the ball to Tyrese Maxey. Tell him, go young fella, go. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it. Yeah. So yeah, I like what's going on, bro. No, I, I'll tell you. So a couple of things that stand out to me. One, you brought up Tobias, and, and you look at his series numbers, 20.3 points per game, 8.8 rebounds per game. And what I really appreciated about him was, especially on Saturday, look, he knew they didn't have Embiid. He knew they really couldn't get much going in the first half. And he was the guy. He was, you know, taking it upon himself almost every time down to either try to score, initiate, initiate, get stuff going. He really stepped up big. He showed a lot of heart, a lot of guts, a lot of leadership. So I Absolutely. give him props. I love Paul Reed, man. I I, I never I, – I get it. He's like the kid – he's like a precocious kid who drives the parent nuts. You know, <laughs> like he's always into something. And then the parent's like, oh, you're exhausting. Like what do you – but yes. you know, like ultimately it's they're a good kid. Yep. And I think yep. with B-Ball Paul, he drives Doc crazy sometimes. But you can't underestimate the effort of this guy. Something's always happening. Like, yep. he, he, it's chaos sometimes, but there's always something happening with Paul Reed. And I love that. And the fact that he's willing to hit the board so hard. He's He's got athleticism. He can finish around the rim. There's a lot of things to like about him. And De'Anthony Melton is just such an important piece because he can do a lot yes, of different things. You know? Exactly. Exactly. He can defend. He'll hit a three for you in a big spot. He's not afraid at all. And and you got dudes who aren't afraid this year, too. Where I think in years past with Ben Simmons and some other guys, they would just hide. Yep. That's not this team. The guys aren't hiding. So I think that bodes well for whatever it looks like next round. They're just being so aggressive, man, on how they're approaching the game, man. They're aggressively making plays defensively offensively they're calling their own numbers you never had that before i mean tyrese maxey's trying to take the game over all the time now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah he's not afraid to throw up shots pj tucker bruh he's going through that corner and if they leave him over he's shooting regardless and you yep. can tell even when he misses mm-hmm. he's not lacking the confidence to do it they're telling they're encouraging him still keep shooting it yeah you know what i'm saying what's going they need him to hit those shots. No question. They're going to do it, but they need him to hit those shots. No and question. They need him going forward. This is a team, man, that I thought they lacked a lot. They don't lack a lot. They just need to, you know, take advantage of what they have inside that um that locker room, man. Mm-hmm. Just take advantage of what they have, and they could be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, look, I, I'm with you. Um so there, there's a couple of things that they're, they're all good. And I, I'll say this. I think Doc Rivers has done a nice job, really nice job. I keep saying it. I keep giving him props, work props too. So Harden, I thought, you know, he obviously had the one really terrible game. 
And then I thought he was playing well the game before he got kicked out, which was ridiculous that he got kicked out. But he was, was playing well before yes, he got hurt. Yeah. But what I'm worried about Barrett is, like, he just he just looks like he's lacking the burst. He, anything to the basket is a cha- is is tough for him. It's getting blocked, or he's not finishing. Like there were a ton of in the lane stuff, floaters and whatnot, that he rarely ever misses. That right. he couldn't finish, man. On he, on in game four. Bro, me and him got the same vertical right now. <laughs> me too. I'm. I'm. In, we're all in the same group. Yeah. He's. 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 He's barely able to get off. Get off the ground. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Can't get over a Sunday paper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's tough on him, man. But hey, he, he's still he's still good enough for me, to, man, to go out there and just fight, bro. He's fighting, man. And that's all I can. That's all I care about. He's taking the shots when he has the shots, the open shots. He's making them respect him in that fashion because he's doing that. It's allowing others to now, you know, to to now open up also. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just need. I think what would help them immensely is if Embiid goes back down to the block and kicks it out when he needs to kick it out. Go back down there, establish yourself down there, because there's no way, there's nobody that can, can stop him down low. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I, I think that's a big thing, Barrett. Like, I, nobody's expecting him to go to the rim and posterize somebody. But if you – there's got to be the occasion where you get you blow past a guy because they're playing right on top of you because they're not going to – you're not going to be able to get your jumper off if that's the case you got to figure out a way to get past him, even if it means pulling up. Where right, I think, right. I, You know what I mean? I, like, I think in years past, he could get there and finish. Maybe he can't now, so you pull up, and you, it's a three-footer. Yes. You know. Yes. Uh, that turn, he, he's mastered that turnaround from the, from down there at the post, turn yep. around and shoot over the guy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. His Euro steps. You know, he's still Euro step, man. He's yeah. traveling, but he still does it no better than anybody. Right. Everybody does now. Right, Everybody right. Wants. So yeah. uh, there's no way Robert Williams – can stop him down low. No way. Yeah. I don't care how athletic he is. Just go to the cup. Mm-hmm. And he shoots great free throws. Get Williams in foul trouble. That means you got to put Horford down there on him yeah. when he's out the game. Yeah. So, I mean, come on, man. It's, it's, it's easy, man. It's easy if you just play your game, man. Mm-hmm. Play your game. Yeah. So, there, there are a lot of goods, like, like, like good things. There's a lot of positives to take away. The other thing is – uh you know, and I guess you could look at this like they might be rusty a little bit, but you're going to get legitimately a week. You might get more. So the way it sets up, Barrett, if the Celtics can close out the Hawks tomorrow, which I think they will, um, the series starts on Saturday. So that that's the way it would go. It would go Saturday, Monday. By the way, game three is not till Friday. That's stupid, man. What the hell, man? You got to wait Monday till Friday? It's right. terrible. <laughs> Anyway, um, how much time did they get off? Though, how much how much time is Embiid going to have right now to rest? All right, so if let's say Embiid, let's say they play Saturday, Embiid will have last played Thursday, so he would get Friday. Saturday, he get nine nine days off. That's crucial, man. That's big, big. So Doc Doc after the game was not exactly encouraging. He said, "Look, we didn't like what we saw. It's rare, you know, when you when you start talking MRIs, did you get worried and all this? He's got soreness and swelling behind the knee." Uh, he said, you know, better less than 50-50 chance he's ready, ready for game one if they do play. You you have no prayer if Embiid can't go. Now, yep. the, and the question is, if he plays, um, how how 
compromised is he? You know, how what's how bad is the injury? How bad is he dragging that leg around? These are the things it's impossible to know. But the Sixers put themselves in a position to be to, for him to be ready as much as they could. Well, know, sweeping this thing. I know they helped each other. They helped each other immensely. But I'm gonna tell you the truth: the way they played, ah, uh, give him a shot, man. I give him a shot. It's not like it's to me. It's not like the the sky is falling right now with him not being in there. I actually got a little hope, even with him not being in the lineup, that those guys that are coming off the big big Paul, uh, what's it called, B ball Paul, B ball Paul, yeah, B ball Paul, man, I I got. Not to say he's going to score points like that. When they're looking for him to score points at the center position. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying you got, you know, you got Tobias Harris stepping up. Mm-hmm. Um, Harden's going to do his thing. Deont- um, DeAnthony Melton, he's going to step up. We already know Tyrese Max is going to be that guy. And, and Jalen Daniels looks very comfortable right now in his role of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. Okay. Right, Welcome back. back, bro. You look good. Howdy, boys. Look good, sound good. Okay. I like Let's it. Let's see how long this lasts. Bro, you're right. clearing everything, man. You don't look like Max Hedgerman. No, it looks good now. It doesn't. It doesn't look like. Uh, it doesn't look like standard Def television from from back in the day. Right, right. You yeah. got. Hey, I don't Max know what's going. What, what, I don't know what's what going you, on. You, 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 yeah. you, you, you doing? <laughs> a buddy of mine is watching the show. Say, hey, D Gun, you need. He just texted me. Say, hey, man, you need AOL CD-ROM from back in the night. You need a dial-up sound. And you know what? Somebody called you get, yeah. yeah, I'm so I'm so frustrated. I'm like. I thought he was talking about something. I said, what is AOL CD-ROM? He goes, he sends me these pictures from back in the day with the dial-up. I'm like, come yep. on, man. Yeah, yep, that's what it was. <laughs> my, man, my man Paul Birch all over me today. Yeah, Paul, I'll, I'll get you for this one. Yeah, those days were, those days were fun. Paul, um, man, Paul, what's up, man? Yeah, Paul. What's yeah, up, Paul? Paul? Yeah, Paul out there. He, hey, Paul out there. He trashing me right now, dude. Mm. Paul, hey, 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 Rob, Paul's a good dude, man. He, we go fishing together a lot. So oh, he's nice, a good dude, man. Nice, he's a real good dude. Not anymore him. after the day, after this morning. No, yeah, you're <laughs> done with him. He's it's out. over. Well, yeah, he out. Got, yeah. you, you didn't get a chance to jump in on this. So, yeah. your thoughts on where things are? You know, the whole like winning the series, sweeping, all the guys stepped up, but here we go again in the same boat and the fear with Embiid. Well, the best thing that happened for them was to, to get out of that series with Brooklyn ASAP. Uh, uh, Oh no! Oh God! All right, Derek, if you hear me, we lost you again. Well, you know what, man? That's his. That's that's that that internet. You know, I I have mine hardwired. I don't think he has his hardwired to the. Is yours hardwired? Yes, mine is hardwired to you know to the to the cable. I mean, uh, to the wall. Uh Oh, I think we got him back. His is probably um. His is probably doing. We can't hear you, bro. Yeah, you're not hardwired. You can't hear me. No, but what it is is you you start. Now we hear you. It's grainy again. You're Max Hedrum again. Yeah, yeah. You got to hardwire yours, man. Like plug it up to hold a on, wall. Hold on. Let me let me try instead this. of using the internet. All right. So Tone's working with him. <laughs> you're back. All right. Can you hear us? You're muted. I think you're either muted or Tone has you muted. No. All right. All right. So Barrett, here's the, uh, just to stay with this thing for a minute here. I thought this was interesting. PJ Tucker, Keith Pompey had this story today for the Inquirer. Keith, who we had on on Friday. All right. Derek's back. Can you hear hear me now? We can hear you now. Yes, we hear you. We hear you. Okay. You can hear me now. Hey dude, I don't know what the heck's going on. It's like, 
it's like manic Monday here today. I don't know what the heck's going on, man. Well, yeah, you know, look at Tone throwing me under the bus. No, my 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 Wi-Fi is hardwired. It's plugged in, dude. Well, you probably has a bunch of people, uh, you know, on your house that are working. They're using the internet. That's all. Could be. And your son and your daughter, they work from home, don't they? You yeah, yeah we have we. Have, yep, they're both. We have three people on the Wi-Fi at the same time every day, and we got boosted. We got it boosted and everything. My laptop wow. tone is not hardwired. Do I need to hardwire my laptop? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Hardwiring. Go straight from the um. Go straight from the uh, the internet. Go straight to your your computer. All right. Ethernet cord straight to computer. Uh, well, to laptop. We'll get him back. Um. So, uh, Barrett, this was interesting. Keith Pompey had a story about PJ Tucker, and PJ basically said. Look, I came here to get out of the second round. I came here so we beat the Celtics. No disrespect to the Nets. I didn't come here to get it, you know, to, to get a first round, get through the first round. We I came here so we can win this series. No um, and I, you know what? I know a lot of people don't would want a team sort of skating around it. I like that the Sixers are saying, "Yeah, we know, we know Let's Boston's start, yeah. owned us. Like, let's go." It started out with it started out um, last week and when it, when the series first started. With Doc talking the way he was talking, mm-hmm. you know, Doc kind of mm-hmm. set it out there and went in and and and, and proved what he was saying. You know what I'm saying? Same yeah. way, PJ Tucker. Look, I, bro, that's why you're here. You're gonna take one of them. You know what I'm saying? One of those guys you're gonna take, man. I don't care who it is, either it's Brown or whoever or Tatum. Mm-hmm. I, you need to take one of them and and, and take them out the game. Yep. We'll deal with the other one, but you need to get one of those guys and take them out the game. We'll do the rest. Yep. Well said. Well said. Derek, you all right? I'm afraid to talk. How's it sound now? We hear you. We hear you. We hear you, but your mouth is not moving. My mouth is not moving? No, it, it stops, and then it, 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 when you say stuff, it's, it's, it's like a delay. Yeah, you know what all- you got to take an inter- Ethernet cord, plug it to your laptop, and right. plug it into the, to the, um, to the router. That way you have a hardwired um, – Yeah, you're going right from your router to your laptop. Right. Yeah. Plug your laptop in. This might be stuff you have to do. You you could do after the show. Yeah, yeah. Later on. Is is the picture still grainy and all that stuff? Yeah, Yeah. like your audio is pretty good, as Barrett said, but your your picture sort of is grainy and dips in and out. Like uh, you're frozen for a minute, then you're not frozen. I don't know. (laughs) This sounds like Rob Ellis issues, man. I know. I look. Knock on wood. I've been okay lately. I've been okay. You see, you know, I think here's what happened. I think somehow, some way, over the weekend. Barrett infiltrated my compound and did something to my internet. Correct. This is what I think happened. This is payback. Um, I I just have a bad feeling Barrett had something to do with this because usually I don't have this problem. This is weird, bro. I've been, I, man. I, come on, man. I, I, come on, man. I, it wasn't me, bro. It wasn't no, me. No, not Barrett, Barrett wouldn't do that. Barrett would sabotage the show. No, no. I love the show, so I wouldn't sabotage it. Yes. Um, all right, so Derek, real quick, I, I thought it was great that, that PJ Tucker's basically like, yeah, I'm here to beat the Celtics. Like, yeah, I'm here to win a championship. I'm not here to win in the first round. Uh, you know, it, it, it's time to get this thing going. And you, the numbers are pretty daunting here, guys. So the Sixers are one in twelve in the Eastern Conference semifinals, which is what this round will be since 1986. Wow. Um, yeah, they've lost in the second round four of the last five seasons. One of those years, they get swept in the first round in the bubble by the Celtics. So, uh, 
not not great. Boston's won 14 of the 21 times they've met in the playoffs. Not great. Not great. Well, I mean, they've they've gotten better. You know what I'm saying? And and they keep on improving. I mean, say what you want to say. The um the Celtics has went out. They've went out, man, and, and secured people that you know really. Them going to get Malcolm Brogdon was huge, and it, it seemed like everybody just let that you know fly over the radar. Mm-hmm. But them getting Malcolm Brogdon was a huge pickup for them. Yeah, because now they can still have perimeter shooting right now. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. now you just can't go out there and play Tatum, Brown, you know, and 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 Smart. You got to worry about him also. Yep. So I mean. Those type of moves, man, are the moves you don't really pay attention to. And we already see how um, Derek White is getting more and more confident in how he's playing this game, bro. He's getting more and more confident. So they're getting better. 76ers got to get better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like the moves that they did. I like when they got Melton. I like, you know, in midseason they went out and got um, McDaniels. Yeah, he's played well for them. Yep. Right. So we're, we're trying to get better also. But we must. We must continue to think you know all right pj we put you here to tan one of those other guys melton you get one and and we'll go from there mm-hmm. i mean it's, it's got to be it's, it's we've got to be a better defensive team and a better rebounding team against the celtics yeah we get beat up in rebound and we get beat up in perimeter defense when we play the celtics you know what i'm saying and, and that's our own fault yeah yeah i'll tell you one of the keys they they have got to unlock maxi maxi yeah. in his career it, 10 career games against Boston, 8.4 points per game, 34% from the floor. They that can't happen. They have no chance if they're if they're if it's just all from a scoring standpoint. Maybe you give a little bit of this to Harris too. But if it's all in bead and harden and some Harris and there's no maxi, they're not winning. They're not gonna be able right. to score enough. Simply nope. put. You're right. You have to get you have to beat Boston up and down the floor. You have to you have to expedite your game against Boston. You cannot let them set their defense. Once they set their defense is when they present the biggest problem to the Sixers team, mm-hmm. you know, because they have this knack for taking Maxie out of a game, taking Harden out of a game. You have to keep, stay one step ahead of Boston to have a chance. You know, you're not going to beat them going around a rotation. They're very good on rotational defense. They're very good on rotational offense. The Sixers have played much better rotational defense this first series against Brooklyn? Yes, they have. But they've got to uh, they've got to step it up a notch against Boston. Boston's a different yes. beast when it comes to playing around the perimeter on both sides of the court. And that's been their biggest problem in trying to figure out Boston. Boston figured them out. They have not figured out Boston yet. That's the problem. Well, the physicality that we just witnessed with the Nets, does it play into the Celtics' way of thinking? Because, I mean, if, it, if that's the case, I don't know if we can handle another, you know, another squad playing like you know the Nets played again. They defensively, yeah, they weren't really good defensively, but the physicality which they played is the only thing that I'm looking at. Like, wow, I don't think we can last another series with the physicality that they put on Embiid, the physicality yep. they put on Harden. They were just physically more opposing to them, making sure those two weren't going to beat us. Yeah, Boston is, is well. I'm sure they're 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 definitely going to be physical, but. Boston's so much more athletic and longer on their yeah. on the wings yes. and on the perimeter, and they switch. They're even better at switching. It's not as obvious the way that they switch, the way that the Nets switched, which makes it even more of a challenge. 
Um, but but that said, I will, you know, in watching, I don't know how many people paid attention to the Celtics Hawks series. I get it. Boston's going to win in, in five. Boston hasn't played great. And no, Boston they tends, no. they, they tend to no. sleepwalk in games. Yep. So, you know, and the other thing is, look, Boston's owned them this year and, and recently, but what happened 30, 40 years ago doesn't matter. The fact that they've no. won 14 of 21 playoffs here. It's still like, we're going back you, to, the, to the days with Doc. And will I mean it doesn't matter what happened in those playoff series. I think this is more psychological warfare than it is physical warfare. Yes. The yes. Sixers have to overcome this mental mindset that they can't beat Boston. Because Rob, as you just said, Boston has owned them the last couple of seasons. They've got to get past this mindset. See, and even though they changed the complexion of the roster, they still couldn't handle Boston this season. You know, they won the last game with Boston, but at that point, Boston didn't really care. They've got to find a way to psychologically get over this hump that we can't beat this team. And it's going to take more than one game. Even if if somehow, some way, the Sixers find a way to split in Boston, Mm -hmm. you got to figure out how to come home and keep Boston from splitting in Philadelphia. Yes. That's where the advantage is. See, Boston plays you the same way at home and away. And the success ratio against you the last couple of years speaks for itself. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You couldn't beat them with the roster you had last year. You went out and got new components. It didn't work for three of the four games you met them this year, and that last game was a meaningless year. Now it's on the line. It's do or die now. You have potentially seven chances to, to get this Boston um, enigma off your shoulder. Yeah. If you don't, then what are you going to do moving forward? Because anytime NBA teams, if you look at the better NBA teams, the teams that get to a certain point, but they don't get better, what they do is in the offseason, they go and try to find a piece that that they can get past their kryptonite with the next season. So what oh. kryptonite are they going to try to get rid of now to get to replace for next season if they fail to get past the, the second round now? Is it what the coach? Yeah. Is it the entire coaching staff? Is it? completely different players uh, to build around and be to come back with. What are you going to do now? Because for two years in a row, it would not have worked for you. Yeah, it's a great question. And and ultimately, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Um, you know, Harden's still hinting that he wants to go to Houston. Who knows what, what kind of ploy that is. Doc still got a couple years left on his deal. Do they want to pay it out? Um, and you know, you're not going to trade Embiid, but the problem is Embiid can't seem to get to the finish line in one piece. So it's it's really hard. It, mm. it is. It, it's a it's a very difficult, challenging question um, that you have, uh, and what you end up doing here ultimately with them. And that's why this this series is so critical. I mean, look, you guys have seen it. If you can get past this round, we don't. We're not even sure Milwaukee's going to advance. No. It could be the Heat. It could be a banged-up Milwaukee. Like, if you could get past this one, I feel way more confident in the next round. And I feel confident against anybody from the West, too, with yep. this team, if Embiid's pretty healthy. It's all – as lucky as they got in the first round getting the Nets is as much as it kind of sucks that you got to go through the roadblock of Boston in the second round. But it's just the way it is. And see, another thing – I'm, I'm, if I'm the coaching staff in the front office, I need to have a closed door meeting with James Harden. And, I, and I'm telling James, James, I don't care if it's you leaking it. I don't care if it's your close circle leaking it. Have your people stop talking about Houston. If you go to Houston after the season, fine. We don't need that right now. That's not what we need. 
And Jason Bennett, I didn't say Boston beat there. You know what? I said the bottom line. Well, you know, Jason says the season series might be closer than you think getting beat on a buzzer beater. I don't see that as beating our ass. Okay. I didn't say that. The bottom line is you lost the game. I don't care if it was a shot off the top of the backboard. It went in. Yeah. And it cost you three to four games you played them. Well, that's a psychological advantage. It is. And the, and the game that you won, Brown didn't play and Embiid had to get 52 at home. There you go. So, it, look, I, I, like I said, I, I, I'll i discount what happened 30 years ago, but the reality of the last couple of years is Boston has really had their number. Yes. And I, what I do wonder a little bit too, guys, what, what will be interesting if, if Joe Mazzola hasn't looked like a rookie coach at all this year. No, he hasn't. But no, he hasn't. Does he at any point? I don't know. I mean, I I'm not saying so. he will or he won't, but you never know. It's something I, I wonder so, about. Yeah, I, I hope so, so too. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. So, again, uh, you're going to be rooting. Look, ultimately, if you want the series to start sooner, you want Boston to finish them off tomorrow night. But I would – bigger picture, let Atlanta keep stealing one, keep getting – you know, wearing Boston out a little bit, get them a little bit more tired, a little bit more injured, whatever – Go go Hawks! I don't think it's going to happen, but go Hawks. Right. Um, well, if if um if the if if the Celtics win tomorrow, the series with the Sixers starts on Saturday. Correct. If somehow Atlanta finds a way to win it and Boston wins it in six, then it will start on Monday. So any more extended time you can get Joel, by all means take it. But I'm with you, Rob. I think Boston. I think Atlanta blew their best chance to win that game yesterday to extend that series. I think Boston finishes them. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Off tomorrow night. Yeah, no question. It's going to be – I think that's over. I would I would tend to agree with you there. Uh, we'll get into all the other playoffs that, that are going on uh, in the NBA in a little bit. Some interesting developments in certain series. Some guys really stepping up. Other teams look like they might be in big, big trouble. So we'll do all that. Uh, in a little bit when we come back. So uh, when we return, uh, Little Phillies, they took three out of four this weekend. They've won three straight. Uh, the power has, has looks like it's coming back, and the bullpen is stepping up. So we've got a lot to dig into with the Phillies when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports, YouTube Network. Let's talk about Pro Action Restoration. Yeah, Pro Action Restoration. If you have a home, you have a business, 
uh, and you a property you may own, and you've gone through the pain and inconvenience of fire, water, smoke damage, you're saying to yourself, I don't really know who to turn to. Or you're having some other kind of issue in the home that you don't know how to clean up or take care of or fix yourself. I know personally, I've gone through this thing. Here's the beauty. Proaction Restoration is on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. You call them on a Saturday, on a Sunday, on a holiday at night. They will get right out there. They will clean up the problem. The crew is professional. The price is reasonable. I've gone through it. Uh, they're licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. Proaction Restoration will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So again, it could be water, could be fire, could be smoke, could be mold remediation. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. back 
Yes, we are. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis hanging out with you on this uh, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. All right, let's talk a little uh, little fills here, guys. They took two out of three over the weekend. They've won three straight. They lost Thursday to Colorado, and you're thinking, here we go again. They're going to you know, play down to their opponents. But they, they really, to their credit, and they look like they were in some trouble Friday night, and they fought back, and they ended up winning the game, um, which sort of spurred – Saturday and then yesterday, which was a pretty comfortable win. Uh, they won three in a row, first three game winning streak of the season. They've got it to 11 and 12 on the season now. Um, you know, a couple, a couple people to look at here. First of all, they, they're the power starting finally to come around now. They hit four home runs yesterday. Um, Nick Castellanos had two on Saturday himself, first two home runs of the season. How about this start for him? He's hitting 307, two home runs, 13 RBIs, 10 doubles, 378 on base, and a 489 slugging percentage. Props to Nick Castellanos. See, I told you my boy would contribute sooner or later. Dang. Sound good to me. Let's just keep it up. <laughs> yeah, he's been good. Uh, Marsh has been awesome. Brandon Marsh, Marsh like MVP right now. I'm telling you, 364. 455 on base, 758 slug, four home runs, 13 runs driven. And this is a guy who wasn't even playing every day in the beginning of the season. He was, right. you know, Thompson was platooning him uh, in center field, righty lefty thing. He is, that's done. There's no more platoon. Uh, he's now, where's, awesome. he at, where's he at in the lineup, though? He was hitting, he hit him fifth the other day, yesterday. Wow. Uh, yeah, let me pull that up. I, that's a good question, Barrett. But he, he's, he's slowly but surely, surely sort of rising up here. Um, yeah, pull. they got him at they, um, they got him at six. One. Let's see, one, two, three, four. Six. He six. hit fifth yesterday. Fifth yesterday. Yeah, he had fifth yesterday, which I kind of like. He's you. He's going Stott, who had a home run too yesterday, uh, and he's hitting three forty. But he's going Stott, Turner, Schwarber, Castellanos, Marsh, Real Muto, Bohm, and yesterday Clemens played first base. Clemens had a home run too. Uh, and then Edmundo Sosa, that's a really good lineup. And, and you just to think you're probably going to have Harper back pretty soon. You know, the, that's the thing that I, 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 have been preaching the Phillies are going to hit the, 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 the runners and scoring position thing is, is eventually going to start coming around because you're getting too many hits for it not to, what it comes down to is the starting pitch, you well, know, and, and, and they're not there yet, but they're getting there. I think the best thing they did was leave Stott in the leadoff spot. He has been yep. the igniter. Mm-hmm. Um, when he initially did it, and then the next game, Thompson moved him back down the lineup. They're like, what are you doing, dude? He put him in a leadoff spot. He had a couple hits the first game. Then they put him back down the lineup, and then after that, they moved him back up where they've left him consistently. I think he's been the best igniter. Um, the, I think he's been the best overall movies made, and I think he should stay there. Even when, when Harper comes back, I think he should stay in that spot. I think he's much more effective there uh, than he is at the bottom of the lineup, and he's had a pretty good season, no question about that. Mm-hmm. But I think you know you want you, that one-two punch of Stott and Turner. That's hard. That's hard to keep off the base pass for nine innings. Yeah, it is. Absolutely, yeah. it is, man. I, I they they shocked me, bro. They really shocked me that it's taking them this long to get the bats um, going deep. Mm-hmm. We were playing small ball, but we just couldn't generate enough consistently. You know why is that? It's probably easier to play small ball than it is to hit home runs all the time. Wouldn't you think? I yeah. thought this was going to be a small ball type of lineup, you know, 
but it hasn't been that way. You know, what is the problem right now? You know, I mean, once Trey Turner came in, I look, look, that's that's what we needed. We needed him just to generate runs, steal bases, and everybody else is going to, you know, fall on board also. It, I guess we're just going to have to be a, a, a long ball squad, man. Well, I, I, I think until you get Harper back, like – when you're starting the season without Harper and Hoskins and then Derek Hall, there's three long ball bats that are gone. Not that that's all that Harper does, but the other guys are really, you know, power guys. Once you get Harper back, you're going to have Harper, Schwarber, um, Castiano should be about a 20 home run guy. Turner should be about a 20 home run guy. Bohm now I think is in the 20 ish range. So then you can start to see your way to being more of a of a home run hitting team. You're not all the way there yet. And other guys started slowly with home runs. They just did. I mean, Turner started slowly with home runs. The guy was right. getting home runs left and right in the World Baseball Classic. JT um, hadn't even caught up yet. JT didn't – what is going on with him? JT's having a tough season so far at the plate. JT's got one home run. <laughs> you know, JT's got it, – it, yeah, it's been rough for JT so far. Like JT – I'm sorry, he's got two. But JT's got only got seven runs driven in, in That's, 77 at-bats. Wow. He's, yeah, he's much better than that. Much yeah. better than that. Everything Literally. across the board is down for him. He's hitting 247. He's got a 280 on base percentage. You know, that that's terrible. That's flat terrible. That's not him. That's no. not him at all. Nope. Nope. No, I mean, really, all three guys that were in the World Baseball Classic, the, the position players for the Phillies, I would probably say with the exception of Turner. But – JT and Schwarber are not off to great starts and they both played in the classic. And what the problem with the baseball classic is you're not, you're not your regular routine. You're not getting as many at bats as you would normally get because it's an all-star team. So sometimes you're sitting and and you're not going through the, the, everything that you go through um, at, at spring training, spring training. Yeah. So it sets them back a little bit. Um, If, If there, if there was ever a lineup for Turner to hit 20 plus home runs, it would be this one because their lineup puts so much stress on opposing pitchers from top to bottom. You know, most teams it's like the first four batters or the first five batters, this team stresses you one through nine. Okay. And it's ironic as good of a player that Turner is, he's only hit 20 more home runs once in his season in his career. Right. And that was last year. He had 21 homers, and it was the first time he had passed the hundred, the century mark in RBI. He had exactly a hundred. Prior to that, the most RBI he's ever driven in was seventy-three, and the most home runs he had ever hit in nineteen. Usually, he's like 12, 13, 14 home run guy. But his high, his batting average, you know, his contact hitting is what his claim to fame has been all about. But right. in this lineup with Stout in front of him and all these heavyweights hitting behind him, this dude should have a lights out season, both an average and doing some things he's never done in his career in terms of numbers. Yeah. We yeah. should be putting so much pressure on, on on anybody we're playing against as far as pitchers. You know what I'm saying? Pitchers should hate to play the Phillies. They should hate to play the Phillies because they can do it both ways. They have guys that can go out there and consistently get on base. They have long ball hitters. You know, I I, I don't know, I mean, why we're starting off so slow. You know what I'm saying? But I can see it starting to pick up. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, we do get Harper back, I can see it starting to, you know, mm-hmm. go into what we're supposed to be. Now, you know, it's a murderous row of, 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 you know, whoever we're going against. We no longer go think about, all right, who we pitching against. They got to think, all right, look at what they got hitting. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I thought we yep. were going to go into the season with. Yeah. No, I think you're right, Barrett. I mean, if, if you look, the, 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 
they didn't take advantage of the schedule that they were given in April so far. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's, that's done with, you know, it starts getting, you know, you starting Friday, you're going to get Houston. You're going to get the dot. You're going to the Dodgers, you know, Austin. you're going to get the Red Sox, Toronto. Yeah. I mean, it gets real. It, it certainly gets real. So you're going to have to get your, your, your bleep together here. Now, standings wise, um, it, it, the only reason you point this stuff out is just to show that other teams are off to pretty hot starts. So Atlanta's 14 and eight, Mets are 14 and nine. Phillies are three and a half back. It's, it's not the end of the world. You're fine. You're not digging yourself the huge hole. You were 22 and 29 through whatever, 61 games, uh, whatever that math is, 51 games. Um, so you, you can you can get it together, and I think they will get it together, as long as there's two things that have to happen. And, and Wheeler had one bad inning, but he was good yesterday. Wheeler, six innings, three runs, mm-hmm. 11 strikeouts, 111 pitches. As long as Wheeler and Nola pull their weight, because Suarez is going to have, they, they're saying about three or four rehab starts. Uh, he's feeling great, by the way. He threw another, another BP yesterday. So they're going to go down there. Uh, he's going to go down, and then he'll be back up, I think, Three or four start, four starts is probably going to be about three weeks. So you're probably looking at three weeks for him. That when the Phillies go out to LA, which is coming up May 1st to visit the Dodgers, like we just talked about, is when Harper's going to get examined by his surgeon. If the surgeon signs off and he's allowed to slide, he's good. They're not even going to rehab him. I don't know how I feel about this. I know he's Bryce Harper and he's like Superman. And I'm sure he doesn't feel like going and riding the buses in Lehigh Valley, but. Do you maybe need him get taking some rehab games? Rob, no, 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 uh, yeah, okay. no, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not, no, 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 no. We know Harper knows his body. Now, mm-hmm. you, if you're, if you're a younger guy, like Stott or somebody, I would say, yeah, we don't. But we, we're talking about our fearless leader. Yeah. Harper says he's ready. He's ready, and I know, he, I know, he understands what he brings to this team, and they know that he needs them. They need him later on, as opposed to right now. So I don't think he would jeopardize um, playing and, and and not being where he needs to be just because, you know, he, I don't think he's what was the guy's name played for uh, the, the Orioles all that time when he just wanted to Cal Ripken. Okay. He, he's not going to Cal Ripken us. He's right. not going to do that. I, I doubt seriously he does that. Kyle would play even if he was hurt and couldn't even walk. He'd still play yeah, just to keep his starts going or whatever, True. you know. True. So it, I think Harper's more yeah. situationally understanding that, all right, we don't just need you now. We need you later on. I got you. As opposed to now. Oh, Baron, I, I want to get see him get a few reps at, at maybe at the AAA level. Go down there and just test a few things. Extend yourself a little bit. And if you feel any, unco- you know, if you feel uncomfortable, okay, then we back off and reexamine this thing. I don't want to throw him to the wolves right away and then have him have another setback mm. to where he's out for another month or so. You know, go down there. Okay, when you slide, we want to see you do this. Work on this. You know, we don't want to see you do it at the big league level because it's more magnified, especially in Philly. If you, you know, go down there, practice sliding with your hand down like this. Or practice, however they want you to do it, whatever you want to do. Go down there and practice extending your arm a certain way when you swing. Tell me if you feel any discomfort in there. Obviously, he's taking a lot of BP and stuff, but I just want one final check before I unleash him back in the majors. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, see, I don't know. I, I guess I'm going off my personal experience of being around guys, right. like gamers, right. gamers like that, who who who, you were looking at, like, for instance, like, I remember Deuce. Deuce, his second year in the league, he had messed his ankle up. 
And his, he, he could, his, his ankle was like, it, it was bent in a way. It, it, it just kept doing this. He had up there, it just, it just, it wouldn't stop doing this. Mm-hmm. So he goes in, he mm-hmm. plays the next. I'm looking at, man, why is this dude playing? And this, he can barely walk because yeah. he's a gamer. Right. They get, and he got better as the season goes on, even though his, 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 his ankle was, he got better as the season went on because he, he knew how to harness what his body could do. And I think Harper's kind of the same way. They know how to harness and, and, and take advantage of, you know, other aspects of their game to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Um, just to switch gears here, guys, to uh, to the uh, back to the Eagles with the big story today was Jalen Hurts meeting with the media talking about his, you know, his new deal and bring it. I don't know about you guys, but like it was it was a very on brand uh, Jalen Hurts just dialed in. I think he's partly embarrassed by the money part of it. Um, <laughs> I do. And, and, and it just shows it, it's sincere how sincere the guy is. What I really love too, you had Quez Watkins. Uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you how many uh, the exact guys who were there. I thought this was really telling about the kind of support that he has, you know, and, and how beloved he is with his fellow players and within the organization. Cause I thought this was, this was really cool. But um, at the press conference today, you had Devonte Smith, Quez Watkins, Greg Ward, Brian Johnson, who's the new uh, OC Nick Siri. We know Nick Sirianni was there, but all of those guys, as he finished, as he's walking off and you guys know the setup in the auditorium, it's like you're at a mo- in the movie theater, you're going up, you know, and, and, and heading towards the exit to, to leave. Those guys were all there kind of waiting for him to congratulate him just to show you, you know, how much these dudes are behind him. This, mm-hmm. you, you got a real leader uh, with this team. And you know, not only can the guy play, but he is, he's that dude in, in that, in that locker room for sure. After a few years of not having that guy, it's, it's refreshing. I don't, I don't think he's embarrassed by the money. I just think he doesn't want the notoriety. He doesn't want to be put front and center. Just let me, just let me be me and do what I do behind the scenes, you know, work out demon and, and, and keep rallying the troops and being a positive influence with the troops. But there's no question. There is the utmost respect for him from everybody in that building. You know, that starts with the CEO on down to the last man on that roster. Don't put Uh-oh. that kind of money in. What happened? Did you lose me again? Now we got Party. you. Yeah, we got you're you. Back. We got you. Was that fluttering again? Yes. Yeah. You were. Uh, 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 uh. That's wait, say, that, say that again. What was I doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what, what he did the first for. time I ever met him. When I first met Barry. <laughs> I looked at myself and said, D good. We got a problem with this one. <laughs> But you know what? <laughs> to be honest, uh, looking at Jalen, it's a little bit of both. Like you guys said, a little bit of both. He didn't want the he didn't want the spotlight. Um, he's a little embarrassed because he's making the money now. But he wanted everybody to understand it. Just because he has the money now does not mean he's arrived. He wants everybody to understand he's still going to work his butt off, be the first person and the last one to leave. And I think now is more of accountability that's put on this plate more so than anything. Yeah. At first he was just on, you know, he was just on this thing like, all right, well, you guys aren't going to respect me. Nobody respects me. All right, I'm going to go out there and ball out. Now he has to change the narrative. Well, damn, they all respect me. They pay me like they respect me. So now I really got to go out there and ball. 
And mm-hmm. I think that mindset is, is something that he's going to want. He's going he's gonna to have to change his way of thinking now because, all right, it's no longer I feel as though I got the rock of Gibraltar on my shoulder because nobody respects me, you know what I'm saying? So now they all respect me. Now I got to take it to another level. Now I got to show them that I'm deserving of this money. You know what I'm saying? They just didn't, they just didn't write a check for – no, they didn't just deposit my account $110 million for nothing. They believe in me. Yeah. Now it's time for me to go out there and perform. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing. Jeffrey Lurie was not mad, or he didn't seem as though he was mad, at writing a check for $110 million and depositing it in Jalen Hurts' uh, account 10 days after he signed that contract. That's yeah, right. big respect. That's big understanding that you are the face of this franchise. We are paying you accordingly. In fact, $110 million is more than his starting wide receiver make in a five-year contract. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, he's in the uh, he's in the elite he doesn't now. go out there and try to do too much. He's different, man. I don't see him doing that. I don't see him. I might see him pushing you know, a little long, bit. Long, yeah, he might push it. I don't either. I don't either. But that's, yeah, that's I, I think he'll amazing. stay within himself. I, mm-hmm. I think that's part of like he's mature in that he's going to stay focused and work hard. And he's never going to get in trouble and all that. But I also think he's the maturity also falls into he's not going to try and do too much. Right, 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 right. Um, so all that stuff is there with that well, guy. Yeah, think about it. Did you guys know? By the way, it, it was uh, it was this is the anniversary of them of them drafting him. Mm. Yeah. It yep. was this day yep. three years ago, April 24th, 2020, they drafted him. I wonder what day my draft was. Let me check it out. We can find that. That's easy to find. 1995. What was that? 1970 what? <laughs> you got me. I'm trying to type something in. <laughs> April 22nd, I think, if I'm looking at this. Oh, right. so it was two days, three days ago? Yeah, 22nd. What's yeah. today's day? Today's the 24th. Yeah, two days ago. I was drafted two days ago. Two days ago, 28 years ago. Dang. Yes. 28 Ouch. years ago? Yes, sir. I was drafted 28 years. That's, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, hey, man, you're still doing it. You're still doing your right, thing. Right, right. All that matters. That is it. All that matters. There's, look, look, what, well, let me see what Tone got to say. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> called Barrett an old ass man. That's some, that's some that's a fighting words, man. Wow, oh, man! Twenty eight years ago, I said I do to one of the greatest cities in the world, man, Philadelphia, yeah. bro. That's kind of crazy, man. Hey, we're you know gonna. Uh, I don't know what day yet, but we're gonna be talking to James Palmer of the NFL Network uh, a little bit later this great week. Great dude. Yeah, great. Bro. He's coming into Philadelphia uh, for the draft bro. for the Eagles draft. So he was on yeah, NFL Network. He was on his network uh, uh, a little earlier today. And he said, you know, Paris Johnson, who's the offensive tackle from Ohio State, is expected by many. He he speaks with to be the first tackle taken off the board. Um, Paris Johnson. Yeah. Yes. He, first, first tackle. Uh, he said, quote, and this is a tweet from James. You can follow James at James Palmer TV. He could fix an immediate need and be a future cornerstone for the Eagles at the tenth overall pick, and then he gives, a, gives a report on that. What did I so say? I know Barry. What did I tell you? Oh, I've been saying this for the past month. I, 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 I don't care, I'm I don't care him, about I, what you're I, saying. 
I know, man, but I just keep telling people that Peter Scaranci is a good player. Yes, he is a good player. And if you brought him in, he could start guard, but he has no experience at guard. Right. Setting like a guard and setting like a tackler are two different type of sets. When you set like a guard, you got to understand that the funk is coming right then and there. You got to stop the guy right there because that's the fastest way to the quarterback is through you. At least you got a little time out there to tackle to do a little finesse and whatever. At guard, you got to bone up and man up right there and take the fight to them. You can't get pushed back. That's how the pocket gets pushed back. That's how you get quarterbacks hurt. That's how you give up pressures and stuff because you're so close. Now, we know that Paris Johnson Jr. has started at guard occasionally and started at tackle. Yep. He'll be the perfect swing tackle because he could play. He played right guard and he started left tackle. You know what I'm saying? So you could probably, you could, you know, the more likely you could play both sides. I just think he's a better player, a better athlete, and more game ready to play right now. Then my number two guy is right from Tennessee. Really good player. Mm hmm. Great athlete, and then goes Peter Skronsky. And oh, a coach just asked me. Uh, back then, I ran a, a four nine and a five flat. These days, if I ran the forty, it'd be a couple weeks. Put it like that. <laughs> it would be stop uh, sand with the hourglass, you know, right. stopwatch. Um, sundial, <laughs> sundial. That's right, sundial. That's, that's what I was looking for there. Sundial. Um, yeah. All right. So let's come back. Let's do NFL guys. Uh, I know Barrett, you didn't get a chance last week to get into Demar Hamlin's comeback. Um, we'll throw a couple other things that are being floated about with the top of the draft that, that may maneuver things around a little bit, which we'll get into. And we're going to look at the NFC East and what these teams have done in the off season. We'll do all that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are sports take Jacob sports, YouTube network. Let's talk about Flynn tree services. Yeah. They are an experienced licensed and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. They serve Southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey and Northern Delaware, and they specialize in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. But we got some good weather right now. It's a good time to get your trees evaluated before some of the nasty stuff happens in the summer. You go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a sampling of their work or more information. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at flynntreeservices.com. That's flynntreeservices.com. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Heading down the shore. Have a ball once more. Here, imaginations run wild 
and time stand still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore, all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Champions on three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. What's up, everybody? What is up? Hour number three of the show. Hope you're doing well out there. That's Barrett. That's Derek. I'm Rob. We're hanging out with you on this Monday, getting you set for a lot of different things. The NFL draft for the Sixers, uh, second round. Philly's rolling as well. All right, Barrett, I know uh, you were off a couple days last week when, when the news came down and it became official that DeMar Hamlin was going to try to make a comeback. Uh, he met with the media, the uh, – the Buffalo general manager said, we've gotten sign off from everybody. We wouldn't do this if it wasn't universal. And, you know, he, he wants to play. We have to respect that, et cetera. So I, I know you wanted to talk about it. You didn't get the opportunity. So I'll, I'll give you the floor here when it comes to DeMar. Well, <clears throat> seeing what that young man went through, I would say no. I wouldn't allow him to play. At least not my, for my team. Because seeing that kid die, the couple times we saw him die, and that's, yeah, I'm saying died. You know what I'm saying? And they brought him back. Why would you want to go through that again? But then I looked at the player side of me and said, man, I I, I can't stop. The love is still there. It's my life. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I've done. Everything to get my body the way it is to get to this point in my life. So why did I let it stop me? And, you know, it, it's, it's, it pulls and tugs at me saying, all right, if it was my son, hell no, you're not playing. But then I look at myself, what I have played, I would have played again. Right. And that's the toughest part because, I mean, I played with asthma. I got asthma. I shouldn't have been able to play football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can remember being in games and having my inhaler in my sock mm. and Jerome Bettis, you needing to borrow it when he's on the field. So I'm passing him my inhaler in the huddle. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Barely able to, barely able to even, you know what I'm saying, breathe enough to play, but right. still play. So I understand, but that's just this guy died three times on the field, man. Gosh. Died. Yeah. 
that'll resuscitate him and bring him back. But also, this could be a one-off situation that happened during that time. It was just a freakish thing that happened, you know, saying a once-in-a-lifetime, got hit in the right place at the right time, and his heart was making the wrong beat and, you know, caused him to go into cardiac arrest. Hmm. That's just so hard for me to think about because when I look at my sons, I'm like, there's no way on God's green earth. I want them to go through anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think you make a good point on both sides. If you're, like you said, if you're a parent, you're like, my God, you know, we, this is a miracle that this, this young man is even is with us. Right. I mean, thank God for everything, for all the blessings that he's still here. Yes. Yes. What an unbelievable job. The, 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 the medics did and, and the trainers and everything. And and then on the other hand, he's 24 years old. Has a lifetime to live. Right. He has a lifetime to live, but this is his passion. This is his calling. This is what he does. Uh, and if the doctors are going to tell him that you're not at any further risk to do it, how do you tell the kid not to? It's such right, a right. hard thing. It really is, man. And he, he may get to the point of me, maybe in training camp and just say, you know what? I don't, this is not meant to be and, and get out or it's the greatest comeback story we ever saw. But if exactly. he has, if he has to do it, if he feels like he has to try this, I, who am I to say no to him? You know, ultimately. That's the big thing. How do you tell him no? He can't, you know, go through what he's passionate about again. Yeah, I mean, evidently he was good enough that he was out on the field starting at that point in time. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though he was, you know, relief, he was a backup, you know, pushed into starting duty. He has a sell set. He he has a skill set that he was trending up. You know, what I'm saying during that process, he was getting better and better. The human body, man, is a, is is the ultimate machine, man. I mean, it's crazy to think that you know your body can do the things that it does. Like lifting weights and becoming stronger is actually a process of tearing your body down and your body learning and and and, and equipping itself to be more stronger and 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 growing a way in which it makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. And that's a big time machine, man. That's a yeah. big time machine that is able to do that. Yeah. So I understand. I wholeheartedly understand. Would I have done it again? I must say I would. I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When and I most, my kids, I right. would. Most football players that you talk to, even ones who have been through hell after their career, would tell you they they, they would still play. Now, would they do things a little bit differently? Yes. I'm sure you would too, Barry. But but yep. they wouldn't change the, what they did. Nope. They would not change the, the because they loved it. They loved every second of it. It helped you know, put you in, in some cases, put you in good situations financially and all that. But they loved the game. Well, look at you know, look what um, eleven seventeen says. NFL has to start start protecting its players. Tua's situation has gone too far, and Tua says he's playing next year, regardless. He is playing next year. Yeah. This kid had four concussions. Yeah. He was concussed four times. People don't say what concussed means that means your brain is bruised. Yep, it, it means it moved in your head. It's, it's yes. trauma from yep. being shook in your head. Your brain is a is a muscle, and it's a bruised muscle when you when you get a concussion. That means it's shook too hard or hit too hard. I mean, it's, that's crazy, man. We put our bodies through that, man. And, and mm-hmm. I, I'm going to tell you the truth. I was only documented with six concussions. I know, D-Gun, I know you think it was about 100, 101. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it's, it's practice. I remember being in practice, bro, and getting hit and woozy on my way back to the huddle. And like, man, all right, I'm just, let me get let me get together, let me get together. And I remember sitting in the huddle, 
and looking at Ben Roethlisberger saying something, but I don't know what the hell he's saying. And I finally come to just before I'm about to uh, do the play. And I don't even know what the play is. And I might look over, hey, uh, Chewy, what's the play? And he'll tell me the play, and that's how I, that's how I was able to get through it, man. Right. Yeah. Not no, even looking at people, looking in the eyes and like, what's the, and, you know, on two, on two, ready. But all I heard was on two, get to the line, and I have to ask what the play was, and then going out there and playing. It was crazy, man. Crazy. Yeah. See, people see people talk about you know, if Hamler goes back, do this, do that. He, he's not going to do anything differently. He's going to go out there. He's going to practice. He's going to form tackle. He's going to run as fast as he can. He's going to hit as hard mm-hmm. as he can. He's going to do everything exactly the way he did. If you go out there and play with any type of fear, you're going to end up hurting yourself more so than helping yourself, both mentally right. and physically. He has to get back out there and approach the game exactly the way he played the game before. Yes. But, Rob, you know I'm well documented on this show saying what I would tell my son to do or not to do. Now, the final decision, you know, Barris said, I'll tell my kid you ain't playing. The bottom line is you can't make that decision for your child mm. because your child is a grown adult now. You would not let your parent make that decision for you as a grown man. That would have to come from you. You are not going to make that decision from your, your son. But I will keep reiterating and emphasizing I don't want to go through this as a parent emotionally, psychologically, again. Mm. What Mm. this family just went through is we watched what you went through. But the bottom line is if you go through this, we are behind you 100%. But just know I will never sit comfortably at a game again when I'm watching you play, and understandably so as a concerned parent. I don't live my life in fear in any way, shape, or form of anything. But in this regard, because it's a part of me, I would be nervous for 60 minutes of watching you play that game again every day. And I would be nervous about looking at my phone saying, can you please call us right now? Those are just normal things that you go through as a person, as a person who cares about somebody who you just watch go through that. Okay. There's no no way around it, but we're here to support you with whatever your decision is, you know, but I'm telling you right now, this family is going to be on pins and needles every time you step on that ball. They are. They yep. are, and it's hard. Enough, it's got to be hard enough watching your 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 child play in the NFL with the with the violence already. But that on top of it's got to be really really tough, man. Yep. Really tough. Um, all right. So a couple other couple other things. Well said, guys. You know for sure when it comes to that subject. Um, I talked about this a little bit earlier, but um, you have Arizona sitting right now at number three. You have Houston sitting at number two. According to multiple reports, including Peter Schrager of the NFL Network, who just who, who is a guy who is very clear, he just talks to GM and football people. He doesn't look at film. But what he's hearing is, uh, in regards to Houston at two, they may not take a quarterback. They may go defense, and that feels a lot like Will Anderson to me, if that's the case. You get an edge guy in there for a defensive coach in D'Amico Ryans, who went to Alabama, which is where Will Anderson went. You know, there's not a lot of lines that you have to connect there and dots you have to connect to to figure that out if that's the way it ends up going. But the other interesting one is at number three, apparently Arizona has hung a for sale sign on that pick. Now, does somebody, I I don't know, Tennessee or somebody like that try and get up and draft a quarterback there and and trade back? Is that a possibility Mm -hmm. too? I mean, and these could have effects on the Eagles. I I just don't see that happening because – are you really confident to go into this year with, with, you know, Davis Mills? 
are you confident that this kid is ready to play and jump up and play in the you know in the national spotlight again? You know, is he can he carry your franchise? Is this crop of quarterbacks? Do you see a franchise quarterback in them? When I look at Davis Mills and I look at the two quarterbacks that are one and two, I don't see much difference in 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 in, in what they bring to the table as far as what your team would look like, you know, uh, over this next year. I don't see much difference. I don't see that you can you know, say, all right, this guy is going to be much more better than this guy over here. So I understand what they're saying, man. I mean, I I, I see why they would be hesitant to go out and get a quarterback right now. So you it think it's just, a possibility that, it, that, it, that that's the way it goes? Yes. Okay. It was just a few weeks ago they were talking about four quarterbacks potentially going in the first 10 picks. Now we sit here talking about maybe two in the first 10 picks. Now, if I'm Houston and I'm sitting at number two and I have the opportunity to grab a cornerstone for my offense and for this team for years to come, we may never be in that number two spot again to do this. And if it's identified that even if it's reduced from four top 15 quarterbacks to two, I'm getting one of the two. That doesn't mean it's guaranteed he's going to pan out. We've seen what's happened historically in the last 15 years with quarterbacks taken in the first round. But I've got to take that chance. Just the one thing we're lacking right now is a cornerstone. I'm not Case Keen. I'm not excited about Case Keenum or Davis Mills. I, 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 I said, I'm not excited. I've got to find that guy, the guy, that guy that we can market. We can sell tickets. We can sell merchandise. I've got to find that guy, even if we don't play him right away. I've got to have that guy. And and, and you're in a position to grab that quarterback. That'd be foolish for Houston to drop out of the top two and not take that quarterback. Yeah, unless they just don't like them. I mean, you know. That's a possibility. That's definitely a possibility. That's a possibility. And they're reading the room and they're saying, here's the the way I think it it could play out maybe. So if you're Houston uh, and you also have number 12, so you're saying to yourself, I don't see much difference between Stroud, Will Levis, or Anthony Richardson. And I think one of them – I don't think it's going to be Stroud, but I think one of them gets to 12. I get my killer defender at two. Yeah. I wait it out, and at 12, I get Will Levis. Now, whether however you feel about Will Levis, that, that, that's feasible. Yep. You know, that's feasible. Well, I think it's a, it's a viable option because if you look at the first 11, 11 picks in the draft, they're not really they, – they don't need quarterbacks. You know, most of those teams – you know, six of the nine teams in, in front of the Eagles – very easily good defense. They all need defense. You know, Barrett talks about Bijan could end up in Atlanta. That's a possibility, too, to help out that young kid, Ritter. But I'm saying if you look at what the specifics are, you know two possibly quarterbacks are going to be gone, and there's six that are going to be taken, could could feasibly take defense. Now, Chicago needs an offensive tackle to help help protect Justin Fields. So, that may, so at least five. That means two other quarterbacks could drop past number 10. And, oh, by the way, I'm sitting right there at number 12. I could grab one of those. So that's feasible. You could take your you could take your, your, your cornerstone defensive specialist at two and say, okay, you know what? We can groom this quarterback. We feel he's just as good. We could groom him, and we'll still get him on the field. Considering what we already have on the roster, we can get him on the field way before this season is over, and let's see what the kid has. Mm-hmm. Because the way Houston is drafting this year, they're not projected to do much of anything and make it much noise anyway. They need wide receivers. They need defensive players. They, they need a lot still. 
I believe they have the right coach in place, but now you've got to slowly build that team. They've bought themselves some time with this draft, having two of the first 12 picks. You know what? Looking at you know, also looking at this D gun. Yeah. You know how the draft goes in goes in 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 in, in positions. Like once sure. they get a run, it might be a run on all defensive players. Absolutely. Don't count out the run on offensive tackles starting around pick six or pick seven. Right. And teams try to trade up to get these offensive linemen. Because you have some guys in there, um, Osiris Torrance from um from Florida. He's yep. a guard to go, he's gonna go pretty high. Peter Scaranz is a guy that's going to be go pretty high. Broderick Jones is going to go high. Paris Johnson Jr. is going to be high. And the list goes on and on and on of, of guys that will be available. Uh, Darnell Wright, he's going to go on. They're going to be a run of about – it's going to be like 10 spaces, 10 picks, where there's going to be about four or five offensive linemen going in those 10 picks. You know what I'm saying? Trust me when I say that. It's going to be a line of – of defensive ends and 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 um and, and, and defensive tackles gonna go for a run for about 10 picks. Mm-hmm. If this is the craziest draft I've seen in a long time, bro. Because there's not really <clears throat> some ironclad positions yep. that you could say um gonna warrant those type of you know picks at that level. You know what I'm saying? It did, you know, it's it's this is a different draft than I'm accustomed to. Yeah, there's no real star talent that you throughout the entirety of the first round. No. They're no. sprinkled, you know, far between. It's the least I can remember us talking about receiver. I don't know. Exactly. It's been a uh, while. You know, uh, I, 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 the Eagles don't need one, but I'm just saying generally, it's the least I can remember us talking about that spot. I can see three corner, cornerbacks going in the first 14 or 15 picks. Easy. There you go. See? See, you you're go. talking about offensive tackles. There's three cornerbacks that are projected to go high in the draft. Exactly. Okay? So, you know, what we see today is not it's not going to be tomorrow. By the time Thursday night rolls around, it's going to be crazy. I agree. I agree. All right, let, let's look at the NFC, guys. NFC East in particular. Let, let's be real specific to the Eagles division. And the three teams that they're going to be dealing with here, Dallas and Washington and New York. And let's start with the Cowboys. Um they, they got some pretty good headliner moves in the offseason. So they add Brandon Cooks. They add Stephon Gilmore to both sides of the ball. Mike McCarthy takes over the play calling. Kellen Moore is out. Um, they made other moves other than that, but they're sort of the headliners as you look at it. Uh, Dallas better, the same, worse. Where, where are they in your view here? Worse. I'm saying okay. worse. I'm saying worse because – Play calling has left the building. He since he's left the building, you're gonna you're gonna ask a guy that can't really even be a head coach be calling the plays. Also, I mean, you do have Brian Schottenheimer as the offensive coordinator. Yeah. So I know he'll be working closely with him, but I can't see him calling the plays and him being that tied into the game and not having that defense falter a little bit because of it. I love Dan Quinn, but you know, it's, it's almost gonna be like a separation of state. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because those two, he will he will be independently working by himself and alone with his defense. He's been a head coach before, so he can do it. But right, you know, you need to be able to, you know, that and that's why I like what Nick Sirianni did. You know, he makes sure he is a coach that can facilitate both sides of the ball. Now, 
he won't be able to call plays and facilitate the entire team during game time situations. He's not going to mm. be. I don't think so. Okay. How about you, Gunner? Better, worse, uh, same. Well, I, I think they're worse until we figure out who's who's the, who is now the understudy to Tony Pollard. Now that Zeke is gone. So Dallas has always liked to have multiple threat in the running game to keep that machine running. So in that regard, we don't know who is going to be that definitive. We assume it's Brandon Cooks, the pass catcher. The defense still needs a little work, and McCarthy is now calling the plays. So I think they're I think they're worse off in that regard. I think Dallas needs a few pieces to shore this thing up, especially defensively. But with McCar- McCarthy calling the plays. You know, that, that bodes well for the opposition around the, the conference. <laughs> I agree. couldn't agree more with that. Yep. Yeah, well, that, that's where I would start. I would start there. Uh, yep. Because what you're really going to keep your eye on here is late game, uh, how they handle the clock, yep. how, you know, play calls and those kind of things. Because let's face it, Dak's going to go into this year a little bit shell-shocked with the way that he performed, uh, particularly with the interceptions. And is he going to be a little jumpy end games? Is is McCarthy going to fall into some of his old traps late games? We've seen this kind of stuff before. Um, grass isn't always greener. You know, you got rid of Callum Murray. They sort of scapegoated him. So we'll see what ends up happening there. Well, you know, Jerry is a big fan of Mike McCarthy. He, he's usually a guy who does back his coaches that he hires and sticks with them probably way too long like he did yeah, with the clap. Yeah. So, like, it, whether or not he, he has a long leash for McCarthy, we'll see. Uh, but that that part's going to be really, really interesting with them. I, I think, you know, Cooks will definitely help them. Stephon Gilmore will help them. But, you know, yep. these they're not spring chickens. They're not young players anymore, um, especially Gilmore. I'm, I, you know, he's bounced around a lot lately. And how good is he going to be uh, for them is, is a major question mark. I just you know, how much is left there. That, that position can sometimes be a little bit like running back. Yep. And that you start to lose it some. And, you know, we'll see. They didn't give much up to get him. So, from Dallas's standpoint, it made a lot of sense. You didn't have to, you know, mortgage anything. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Look, he's gone, guys. He's gone Patriots since 2020. Patriots, Panthers, Colts, now Cowboys. So, he's on his fourth team since 2020. He's bouncing around a little bit. For, for whatever it's worth. I don't I don't understand why Cooks has bounced around so much. In, in nine years, he's had five he's had six thousand yard seasons. This will be his fifth team in 10 years. Now for a guy who has that kind of speed and good hands, I don't understand why he hasn't been able to stick longer. The longest he's ever stuck anywhere was three years in New Orleans and three years in Houston. Yep. Now he still supposedly has the speed which will help stretch that field for CD Lamb. And for Michael Gallup. But the fact that he keeps bouncing around like this, and you're right with Gilmore, Gilmore the same way. Gilmore was considered a lockdown corner. At one point, he was considered the best corner in the game. But now all of a sudden, he's become this journeyman, like a hired a hired, a hired mercenary uh, to go into places for a few, few years and then go elsewhere. The fact that he was in Indianapolis, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> when he went there, they had a pretty good defense. But they just fell apart. And now he's going to try to uh, elongate his career in, in Dallas. You know, and, and how old is he now? He's in his, what, early 30s? Uh, he is, let's see, he's 32. He'll be 33 okay, in September. So most of the season he'll play at 33. Okay. Yeah. 32, 33. Mm, okay. Yeah. 
Yep. How much does he have left in the tank? That's the big story. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, if he moves to, if he moves to like a, a safety or something, you know, yeah. probably yeah. could prolong it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but that's tough, man. You know, you you trying to you trying to play a cornerback these days and the speed they have in receiving. I mean, we saw what he tried to do against, uh, the, um, you know, our guys. You know, Brown and Smitty ate him alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yep. Uh, all right, let's jump over. Let, let's jump to Washington. Now, two two headliners grab you. One, Eric Bieniemy goes there now as the mm-hmm. offensive coordinator over from Kansas City. Uh, as of right now, Ron Rivera is saying that Sam Howell's the guy at quarterback. Uh, they've moved on from Carson Wentz. No shock there. He still has not been picked up by anybody. This is a team that does have some talent. Uh, Bijan Robinson uh, – or not B. I'm sorry um, – the kid who got shot last year, the uh, Robinson. Brown, Brown, um, Brown, uh, Dad, what was his name? Brian Robinson. Brian, Brian Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Brian Robinson, fully healthy, going into the season. A uh, good receiving core. We know that with McLaren and Dotson and crew. Um, you know, a defensive front that's good up front. Uh, Payne got paid in the off season, but there's areas where they are they are also weak. Um, quarterback, namely, is very much in question. Their secondary, you know, their linebacking core uh, are areas that you wonder about. Especially linebacking core. Yeah, and it's got to be. We have, aren't we in fair or not make it or break it year for Ron Rivera at this point? Absolutely. No more excuses. Yeah. No questions. Even with even with the question mark at quarterback, um, I think his tenure there is on the line. I think. I, there's no way I think how emerges as a starting quarterback. I think Brissett is going to be a starting quarterback there. And I think he'll be okay in Eric Bieniemy's offense. Um, I don't know if that'll equate to, I don't know if it's going to be the second coming of what Geno Smith did in Seattle, but I think they're in much better hands with Jacoby Brissett than Sam Howell under center. Right. You know, especially when you look at the wealth of pass catchers they have on their Washington team, you know, they still need, they still need to tighten up the back end of the defense um, they, they tender Jeremy Reeves a contract, play safety for him there. But still, you've got issues at cornerback. Your linebacking position is suspect. Your D-line arguably is one of the better ones in National Football League. But you got to have some supporting cast with them on the back end of that defense. Be if, if Chase Young comes all the way back, that defensive line is a monster. Yep, absolutely. A monster, but they still don't have any move out of them. You know, they're trying no. to still get um, – Jamon Davis to, to play like yeah. a first rounder. He yeah. still like played a first rounder. They went and got uh Barton from um from Seattle. And uh, you know, I don't I don't know what they're gonna keep it with that, that secondary, you know. Curl is 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 not a good player. Forrest is not a good player. Mm-hmm. Uh St. Justice, he's pretty good. He is pretty good. Um the defensive line is definitely gonna be there. Their, their namesake. You know what I'm saying? When you look at that, when you look at that team, that's where you're gonna rely yeah. on where your starts yeah. gonna be building the defensive trenches. Offensive line still gonna suck. Um they moved um Sam Cosby. He had the you know little you know the uh Kelly Clarkston arms you know <laughs> they moved him into guard so he's great. Maybe we may be talking more about her in a little bit. Just yeah I saw that yeah all right <laughs> but yeah man I mean the offensive line still sucks. You know, Charles Leno Jr., he's been playing forever and bouncing around forever now. So, 
They just don't have the offensive line. But they have a, they have great targets. They have great weapons in, at the receiver position. You know, they got Samuel Dotson and McLaurin, two, mm-hmm. I mean, three, three great players. But you know, like I said, Jacoby Brissett or Sam Howell is going to be running the team. I don't know. Well, and you're, you, here's what you know too. You're going to get the most, whatever it is, and they, you know the shortcomings are going to be you know, are there, Barrett, as you pointed out. Yep. I think the enemy will get the most out of them on that side of the ball. Um, so I think they'll be more creative. It's going to be yep. more of a challenge to defend them. But if you don't have a quarterback, you know a lot of that stuff goes out the window. So Absolutely. We'll, you know, we'll see. Uh, let's go to the Giants. So the Giants signed Daniel Jones to the to the big deal. They've tagged Saquon. We know Saquon's not happy about it. We'll see if they get a deal done um, with him. Uh, they bring in Darren Waller. Darren Waller, who's who's been banged up a lot lately. We know when he's healthy, he's effective, but he's been banged up a lot. He comes over from the Raiders. Uh, Crowder also brought in. Keep in mind, too, it's the second year now under Dable, which, you know, he's got his system in place. He did a really good job fixing this thing and transforming them in that first year. I don't know. They, to me, my gut just tells me they feel like they're sort of the same team. I don't I don't see a big, other than the coach being in his second year and being a good coach, I don't see a big leap. I mean, yeah. still got the same guys there, you know. Who I mean, who are going to be the receivers right now? You got Davis Seals. Uh, Jameson Crowder, Darius Slay signed back. That's good for him. Sterling Shepard had been healthy in the past three years. Um, they signed Paris Campbell. Yeah, from from Indy. Eh. Uh, Isaiah um, Hodgins. They like no, him a lot. They love he, him. He played. He played well in the second half of the season. Uh, I like their tackles. You know, I like I like Andrew Thomas, and I also like uh, Evan Neal. Evan Neal. This is in his rookie year. He's going into his second year. That's when you make the biggest jump as far as offensive linemen. Uh, really taking control of who you are. Um, if they go in healthy, I think they'll be okay in offensive line. Daniel Jones, he's still Daniel Jones. <laughs> I mean, they. Why would you pay for a guy that's already hit a ceiling? You paid that much for a guy that almost that already hit the ceiling and hadn't done much last year. He wasn't the reason why they made it to the playoffs. Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley did. Do, do you think they view it, Barrett, as um, he did this without, other than Saquon, with real without any real weapons? If we can get him some weapons, the sky's the limit. This is going to keep growing with him, rather than he's he's kind of plateaued. They're hoping that they're yeah. hoping that, but I think he's hit his ceiling. You know, he's plateaued to what he's going to be. You know, what I mean, this is why would you go out and pay for a guy that doesn't? You don't think he's going to be better than what he was the year before? I don't doubt how seriously they think he's going to be better than what they saw the year before. Well, Dabo said during the offseason, after they start signing a few of these receivers, he wanted uh, quick twitch guys at wide receiver, guys that can get to open space in a hurry, which means their offense is going to be predicated on a short passing game. Quick, keep the chains moving. And when you look at the collection of receivers they have, they don't have like the big, big body type receivers. They have a lot of scat receivers, guys that can get to point A to point B in a hurry if they can keep them hurry. And they love Hodges, like you said. They brought Slayton back. I didn't think they were going to bring Slayton back. They brought him back. Um, and, and you look at the collection they have, and they had Crowder. So you got a bunch of guys on either side of the quarterback. When the ball says snap, get to your spot in a hurry. And that's what Dayball wants. You know, and plus you got a couple of these guys that can't stress the field. You know, even if they're not consistently consistently hitting the deep ball, it gives that back the back end of a defense something else to think about that we cannot let these guys get behind us, which opens up more space in front of them. So Dabo's now Dabo now has a collection of the type of receivers 
that he's always wanted. See, he yeah. didn't have to have he didn't have to have Stefan Diggs. He didn't need a Stefan Diggs. He just needed a lot of guys that can create confusion in in in, in front of in front of a defense. And he's got them now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they're so where they're at, where the Giants pick. Um, you know, it's they're twenty fifth. So this is going to be letting the bl- the board, you know, play out in front of them. Um, I would guess they're still looking to add weapons. And I think you know, the good thing about there not being as many maybe standout receivers are I I, I don't know anybody's going to be grabbing them up real early either. Right, right. You know? Right. So there could be some sitting there for them. And I'll sure. tell you what, in, in, in this offense, I think Darren Waller is going to have a big season in a Brian Dayball offense. Yeah, it's just a matter of staying on the field, right? Yep. I mean, if that's really stay what healthy. it comes down to. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that's, uh, that's certainly a, a, a he's going to play a big role for them. And he, you know, it's kind of, he, he's got some things to prove now after, yeah, he does. you know, bursting on the scene, you know, yep. and he got, he got a pretty decent contract, I think, before he got out of there in, in Vegas. So, uh, yeah, it was, I, look, smart move by the, uh, by the giants, take a shot, take a shot on him. Um, all right, well, why don't we come back? And I, so by the way, just to put a bow on this. I still think the Eagles are the team to beat in the yep. conference. Yes, they are. And I, definitely Absolutely. in the division. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely in the division. That's for sure. Yeah, Dallas is a wild card too in this draft. They're, they don't pick until 26, but yep. you know, Jerry's itching, itching. And it could be itchy enough to get up and try and get Bijan. That's very possible. Would not surprise me one bit. Uh, all right. We'll get into all that when we come back and uh, look at the NBA playoffs. We'll tell you where things stand. Cause there's a couple good matchups tonight in some series that have been pretty tight, uh, including the Bucks and the mm-hmm. Heat and yep. the Lakers and the Grizz. So some good matchups tonight, and we'll get into everything else that's happening around the NBA as well. We'll do some birthdays and all that good stuff that we always do. That's Derek. That's Barrett. I'm Rob. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Razor Technology. Razor Technologies, uh, comprehensive managed service provider solutions, delivers constant monitoring, on-demand assistance, and rapid issue resolution. Through data vetted and insight driven implementation, they strengthen your existing IT resources with both hu- both human power and expertise that reduce security risks and downtime while enhancing organizational efficiency and productivity. They are a strategic resource for adaptive and fast growing companies that need help selecting, implementing, and managing their IT services. Their goal is always bigger than one project, one problem, or one upgrade. It's improving overall functioning of their partners and helping them achieve their business objectives through ongoing synergistic relationships. Give your IT team the freedom to refocus by augmenting their reach with Razor Technology. Contact Razor Technology today to learn how their managed services can protect and enhance your business by calling 866-797-3282-866-797-3282 or visit them online at Razor hyphentech.com that's razor hyphentech.com
Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Seven on three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Final segment. Uh, time flies when you're having fun, that's for sure. Rob, and I'm still Derek, here. And, and we haven't lost Derek in like two straight segments, so that's a that's a win. That's a good Monday right there. Um, uh, we're definitely winning now. That's it. Uh, head of the game. All right. So NBA playoffs, guys. Couple things. Uh, let's start with tonight. You got the Bucks at the Heat. This has been an entertaining series so far. Uh, one one that's seen a lot of injuries. Um, Giannis has been dealing with the tail uh, tailbone issue. And we're still not sure about his status tonight. Um, sadly, this this one, man, this guy can't catch a break. But Victor Oladipo tears man. his patellar tendon uh, in his knee. He's done for the season. There's hope uh, with surgery and the proper rehab that he could play again in six months. I just – it's been one thing after another with this guy. So you just hope for his sake, you know, that he could play basketball again. But uh, that's, a, that's a blow to the heat. There's no doubt about that. They're already dealing with Tyler Hero being out. Uh, with with two broken fingers, um, but you know, so far the Heat have given them, you know, everything you could ask for, and they're up two games to one, to one on Milwaukee. And this, the, a lot of this is going to ride on on whether or not Giannis can go tonight. I, 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 <laughs> I thought so, anyways. Yeah, okay, I, I, well, see, now that Oladipo's out, and you don't have Tyler Hero for the, for the rest of the series. And now Butler's dealing with the lower back contusion thing. I think 
Miami is 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 going to fight tooth and nail. One thing about Miami, I, and I say this all the time about Miami, they remind me of, of Jason or Freddy Krueger. You think you buried them, and all of a sudden they rise again, and they will not quit no matter how many times you try to bury them. They're going to fight tooth and nail. But I think Milwaukee got a wake up call, especially if Giannis. This morning, Giannis was uh, practicing with the team, so. And Giannis is one of these guys, he comes out when he's hurt, he'll, he will play. In, in situations, he will play. If Giannis steps on that court tonight, I think the Bucs take, take that one, then take control of the series going back home to Milwaukee. I, I agree that if Giannis comes back, Milwaukee wins this thing. If he can't go yeah. again tonight and, and Miami can grab this one and get it 2-2, going back to Miami for game five, that, then the series gets really interesting. So, you know, it's, they don't it's, have a snowball chance of hell to win today, man. Uh, he's back. Ooh, the Greek freak is back, bro. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. This series is over with. They well, think about it. You know, Milwaukee. Well, this game's in Miami. I I misspoke. Yeah. I'm sorry. This game's in Miami. It's in yeah. Miami, but Milwaukee built this, the depth of this team to sharpshooters. They tied a playoff record in Game Two with 25 threes. You know, Milwaukee's that streaky shooting three point team. They'll right. bust 18 or 20 threes, and all of a sudden they go eight for 31 the next game. I got a, I got a feeling like it's going to be bombs away tonight. I just yep. Okay, yeah, fair enough. And then the yeah, the game later, the ten o'clock start, is Memphis at LA. I, I think Memphis is in big trouble. I know it's two one. I agree. Uh, I you know another game. Lakers get this one and they go up three one. I think it's it. It's sayonara, man. If that happens, and and I just feel like the Lakers are playing good basketball right now, and I. You know, maybe maybe between some of the stuff that went down with Ja and some of the other stuff, they're doing. Dylan Brooks is 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 always nonsense with Dylan Brooks. I just feel like Memphis is in, in some trouble. So they feel like an immature team to me, more than anything else. Well, I said during the regular season, the latter part of the regular season. As much as I love watching Memphis play, they play too much individual ball. You know, they they play way too much one on one stuff, and it's, and it's going to cost them against a team, a playoff savvy team like the Lakers that play cohesive basketball when they have to um if the lakers win this game tonight memphis can kiss a goodbye i don't think they, they i don't think they can rally from three to one three one down even with john Morant back in there i don't see memphis coming back from this one um they're a youthful team a very athletic team but they have to learn how to play together in situations like this they haven't had a lot of opportunities to play like this together so this is going to be a big learning tool from them but they bow out in the first round yeah yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, so a couple, uh, a couple other odds and ends here. The Knicks are up three one. You know, Cleveland. They. I'm surprised. I, I give the Knicks credit. I don't want to take anything away from the Knicks, but I thought Cleveland would play a lot better than they played. They have not played well. And New York, with what Brunson's doing, uh, I know that Randall's kind of gutting it out on a bad ankle, um, but. Uh, you know they they're getting help from all over the place. Like Josh Hart's done a really nice job for them. Uh, stepping in there with some of the stuff that they've been dealing with from an injury yeah. perspective, but others have played very, very well for that Knicks team. And to, to be where they are, I mean, other than really Darius Garland, nobody has stepped up. Donovan Mitchell had 11 points in 42 minutes yesterday on five of eight, 18, five of 18 shooting. Mm. And, you know, RJ Barrett looks like the guy he looked like two years ago now. Yeah, uh, he does. He changed up his whole little, yeah, you know, way of thinking of yeah. approaching the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Knicks, Knicks look poised. You know, their one went away from eliminating them. Mm -hmm. So they've done a nice job. Woo. They've done a really nice job. Hey, um, I got a couple, oh, go ahead. I got a couple of uh, updated NBA news and oh, notes. Oh, God, no. Please. I mean, NFL. I'm sorry, NFL news and notes. 
you see, uh, I don't know if you had him on your list, but you know, um, you see, uh, according to Mike Garofolo, Kyler Murray likes Paris Johnson a lot and has let it be known in the building. So that's one of the teams that we thought oh. they could go defense mm-hmm. with, with the retirement of JJ Watt, but they need an offensive tackle. They need a cornerstone tackle. Here he is sitting right there. You know, mm-hmm. that, that makes a lot of sense. Huge them. sense. I, I, that's probably the first priority I'd have if I'm them. And, and here's the thing yeah. you can trade, you can, so you're sitting there at three. You can get Paris at, pro, what do you think, like seven ish? Yep. Eight? Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. So get yourself down a little bit, grab your offensive lineman, and, and get some other resources for you. That's a good move for them if they did That'd that. That'd be a huge move. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's This is going to be on a draft that once they start running, they all going to go. And if Paris goes, you can almost ride it in the dirt that we might get Skronsky being. <laughs> awesome. All right, got anything else? Any other updates? Yeah, uh, Ian Rappaport is saying that they have agreed to terms with Rams free agent defensive tackle Ashawn Robinson. Now they're beefing up their D tackle, their D tackle spot again. What team um, is agreeing to that deal? Because you broke up a the Giants. The Giants. Giants. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know he had a ACL injury last year, but before that he was really stout in the middle of that Rams defense. You know, so now they're they're, they're getting some big bodies in the trenches. You know, so. You know, the teams will be slowly beefing up before the draft. Yeah, you know. I like that move. That's actually a good move for them. Uh, necessary, you know, for sure. Um, mm. All right, so, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, and that's um, – Albert Breer, speaking of that, uh, has has jumped in with a couple things he thinks. Guys that are higher on people's list that, have, that, are, that are maybe making, you know, moves, one of them is Paris Johnson. The other one is, is Devin Witherspoon, the corner out of Illinois. That he's yep, he's yep. he's trending up, for whatever that's worth. You know, believe he it, is. believe it or not. I'm a big Wither. I'm a big Witherspoon fan. I'm yeah, a big, I, like, I, like I like him better than I like Gonzalez. Yeah, I like I like the opposite. I like yeah. Gonzalez better. I like um, you know Witherspoon. Both guys will go first, and we're talking about these runs. Man, we're not even we're not even what what we what are we forty eight hours away something like more. that um a little more than that and yeah. It's 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 funny how you know shots start being fired. I'm just waiting for the gas mask to come up. That's coming. I mean, yep. all that stuff is coming in a minute, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you can mark it down. There is going to be something, man. Some uncle's going to come out of nowhere with some story about some kid, right. you know, <laughs> something he did when he was, you know, twelve. It's coming. It is, man. It's dirty pool. It is very dirty pool that goes on this time of year for sure. Um, yeah. So r- real quick, back to the NBA. Some other odds and ends here. The uh, the the other the other series that you're looking at. Obviously, we as we mentioned, uh, you got Boston and, and the Hawks. That that series is is could be over as early as Tuesday when they play again. That series goes back to Boston, and then if if that's the case, then the Sixers would play Boston on Saturday afternoon. That much we know. Um. We had every oh the so Denver's up three one on Minnesota. Minnesota's uh, taken one of those games. I think that's it. Did we cut? Did we miss any series there? No, no, that's All it. Right. All right, let's uh, let's hit our birthdays here, and then we'll we'll go back to the to the Eagles stuff that we're doing earlier. Barrett mentioned her, our favorite guard, not a tackle. That would be Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Dang, you called her a guard. Oh my goodness, is a guard, not a tackle. Yes, <laughs> you don't want her out on an island, but she's good, you know, inside interior. Dang, yeah, yes. 
What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, Derek. All right. Wow. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yes. Yes. I ain't, I'm not touching that one. I'm leaving that one alone. Man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she's 41. Happy birthday, Kelly. One of our fans. Tone said, you guys are foul. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're fans. We talk about her every show, it feels like. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, uh, she's 41. Uh, Barbara Streisand is uh-huh. 81 years young yes. today. Wow. The legend. Yes. Uh, Barbara Streisand. Shirley MacLaine, 89 years old uh, today, mm. the actress. Um, Joe Keery, actor, is 31 years old today. Um, 59 today is uh, Dijman Hamsu. Yep. Is, I think I, I pronounce it. He's an actor. It's pronounced Jaman. Jaman Hansu. Hansu. All right. Uh, you know, you don't know the name, but man, this dude has played some incredible roles. Man, Amistad, Blood yep. Diamond. Oh my goodness, he's been in some great. I love. I love this dude as an actor. Yeah, he's he an, he's a classic. If you saw the face, you've seen him in a lot of stuff, Absolutely. and he's really good. It, 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 uh, uh, Gladiator. Bro. Yes. Yeah. Gladiator, bro. Yep. Just... He he's in. Not only is he good in everything, he's always in like heavy hitting movies. Right. He, right. Right. Like, yes. Yes, got a good agent, you know. And a he, diamond, he, yeah. Little yeah. Chris Tarzan. D. See, Chris Back D, you, you're bad as Rob. Chris D is bad as Rob and Barrett. What did you T Rex is celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! I'm just so happy to be Yay! here. <laughs> Blow out the candles. <laughs> yes. Oh man, he's been. Oh, hey, hey, but hey, he's married to uh, Kamora Lee Simmons. Oh, is is he okay? Yeah, he's oh, married to one. Really? that was like that was like my little, that was my um, your little crush, girlfriend back in the day. Wait, like really? Or just yeah, for like, real, like for real, like yeah. Is she from really? St. Louis? Yeah, from the crib, St. Louis. No kid. Yeah. How how have we not heard this story yet? Yeah, really, it's not a story. It was nothing. <laughs> That's why you never heard of it. It was nothing. And let me guess, exactly. she, she got she got smart and dumped you or what happened? No, man, I, I left. I went to college, bro. You I went to college. I went to yeah, college. He went away. Yeah. You rolled. Yeah, yeah I rolled. Bro. Man, you went to school. You went to school. Was she yeah. younger than you? Same age as way you? younger. Way younger. Like okay. three years younger. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. You were eighteen and she was fifteen. Here we no, go, bro. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> what are you trying no. to do? What are you trying to do? Right. <laughs> it's terrible, man. You are bad. Well, look, no, I'm piecing it together. You said you rolled it with the college. He so was, co- he was, he was, college. he was 21 and coming back from college to visit. No, he no, didn't what say you it like that, though. Right, he didn't right. say that. I was trying. Nice try to cover, Rob. Way to cover, Rob. <laughs> Kamala right. Lee Simmons. Maybe we'll just keep moving on that one. I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, man. All right. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer is 59. Sick. Yeah. Cedric, uh, Jill Ireland, the actress who was married to Charles Bronson, yes. is, was born on this day uh, in 1936. She was in a lot of his movies as well. Uh, Chipper Jones is 50. Wow. Wow. The age of, of 33. So sad. Really young. Yep. Yeah. Sad. Cancer. Yep. Chipper and she Jones. actually wrote. She wrote help. She was as she was dying. She wrote these sort of help books. Yes. For people dealing with going through terminal illness, it was it was really brave uh, what she did. Uh, she was she in a she was in fifteen of Charles Bronson's movies. Amazing, yep, mm. uh, unbelievable. Um, Rory McCann is fifty four today. Carlos yep. Beltran, 
uh, longtime major league player, is 46 today. Jerry Judy, receiver for the uh, Broncos, yeah. is 24 today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brent Musburger's all-time favorite, I think. Catherine Webb. Do you guys know? Remember Catherine oh, yeah. Webb? Oh yes. AJ McCarron's uh, yep. wife, 34 strong, years old. Strong, rock, strong, strong, super strong. Yeah. <laughs> the former Miss Alabama from 2012. Yes, yes, sir. Brent, Brent did not miss her in the crowd that night. He found, he spotted her. Yeah, he, uh, he stayed on. Because, it. Oh, he got a lot of grief for that. It was like he did. Uncomfortable, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like if that was done now, it's over. Brent right, does not right. finish the game if that happens no. now. He yeah. got Don Lemon. Yeah. Don Lemon got yeah. Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson both bit it today, fellas. Yep. Both guys. Yeah. Can you believe now, that? Man. Well, also if you've ESPN and these are behind the scenes people, but ESPN has got the chopping block out and they're taking people out left and right. Yeah, they, 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 they fired a guy Mike Saltis who's been there for forty three years today. Oh my god! What? what happened? Where did Rob go? He got canceled. <laughs> he just he just pulled a David Copperfield. What happened to Rob? Uh, <laughs> well, Barrett, uh, should we should we continue through the birthdays or yeah, yeah, uh, wait and see? Uh... My real strong. Um, okay, Kalani, Kalani, real good okay. singer. She's okay. uh, she's twenty nine today. Twenty nine. Uh, Derek Luke, Mary played Antoine Fisher. Okay, he's uh He's 49 today. I think Rob just fired himself. Right. <laughs> um, Phil Robertson. Phil Robertson, uh, yep. From Duck Dynasty. Duck Dynasty, yep. yep. He's 76 today. 77. 77, okay, 77 yep. today. Um, Aiden Gillen from Game of yep. Thrones. Yep. He, I forget how old he is. Oh, you know how old 55. he is. 55. And Eric Snow. That's all I got, Eric Snow. Eric Snow turned 50 today. Can you believe Eric Snow's 50 already? I can't believe it. Well, I can't believe it because he was playing when I was playing. Wow. Uh, let's see. We got plenty more. Uh, we got, uh, let's see. We got Jack Quaid from Scream in the Hunger Games is 31. Uh, we also have Morgan Earp. Now, if you know your your Wild West history, you remember the the Earp brothers? Yep, yep. Wild Earp, yep. He, passed, he, got, uh, he was uh, shot in the back at the age of 30. He was the one. He was like the hothead of the group. Raining. Yeah, remember it was raining outside and yeah, in that movie. That was a That's great right. movie, bro. It was a great movie. Great movie. Um, Roger Mayweather, the uncle of Floyd Mayweather. Um, he would have been. Uh, he, he passed away at the age of fifty-eight. Um, you have Eric Balfour. What women want and the Texas Chainsaw Massacres is forty-six. Oh. Look at you! I thought you fired yourself for a minute. I got, I got canceled. Yes, uh, they canceled me too. Uh, ESPN said we're going to get you too. Uh, look, Mar- Mar Armstrong said ESPN said Rob, you know too much. It's true, Boom. <laughs> right? Correct. Man, That's correct. Thank you. Yes, I'm back somehow, wow. some way. I caught the Derek on itis. Yeah. <laughs> see, see. Uh, you got Derek Luke from Antoine. The movie Antoine Fisher was a great movie. He was great in that. Uh, yeah, I get yeah. that one. 49. Yep. Oh, you did? Okay, I'm sorry. He's 49 uh, got, now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Richard Downer, uh, director who's directed Superman, Screws, The Lethal Weapon. Um, would have been 81. Yeah, man. Lemon, uh, Carson, Go- Ellis. That comes oh, my threes. goodness. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Great one of the uh One of the hottest uh, Christian artists, music artists out there, Danny Gokey, uh, who is 43, from the great city of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Boom. 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 Yep. Chris uh, Jeff Brown. Oh, Chris Latane? Yeah. 
Yeah, Jeff great Smith. player. Wow. Jeff Brom is a 52. Mm. Did you guys get Eric Snow? Did you get E. Snow, yes. former sixer? Yeah, okay. E. Snow. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, Austin you, Nichols, The Walking Dead, and The Day After Tomorrow, uh, actor and director, 43. Wow. Let's see. Vince Ferragamo, former NFL quarterback, Vince Ferragamo. Six, can you believe 69? I bet you, wow. like, if you talk – so that was – they actually played Pittsburgh pretty competitively in that Super Bowl, if you remember. Yes. yes. But if you went through, like, the list of Super Bowl quarterbacks – he might be the toughest one for, for a casual fan to remember that he actually played mm. the Super Bowl. Think about it, right? Vince Ferragamo. Who, I mean, it's crazy. It is something. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, Omar Vizquel, 56, former major league player. Mm-hmm. Ernie Grunfeld, former NBA player, 68 now. Yeah. Like uh, the Matt Nagy. King at Tennessee. Yeah. Matt Nagy is 45. And former Chicago Mayor Richard Daly, who was a national a topic of discussion for years is 81. Hmm. Movies, they stink. The movies were like, I didn't even have it come up with one. Did you? <laughs> the only one I had was The Soloist. Came out in 2009. And Extraction came out in 2020. Yeah. Was that, was that was The Soloist with, um who, who, was, a, who was that? On The Soloist. Was, that a, right was that a violinist or something like that? Uh, that played it. Let me see how much time we got. A quick minute. Go ahead, we got see. it. We, we got. Yeah, we got about. Uh, make it quick. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Okay, moving. Let me see here, real quick. Let me find it. So uh, the soloist, uh, two thousand nine was. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that was about Jamie Fox in it. Yeah, that's right. Yep, Robert Downey Jr., yeah, Jamie right. Fox, Tom Hollander, Rachel Harris. Not bad. Wow, yeah, not, not a bad, bad cast in this not one. Bad yeah. At all. All yeah. right, we got to roll. Yeah. We got to go. All right, so. Thank uh, goodness. Let me get yes. off this internet. Jeez. Thank you to everybody in the chat section, everybody streaming, everybody listening. Thanks to Tone. Excellent job producing Tone to Shields, as always. Uh, stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. You get the National Football Show with Dan Cilio. We're back at the same time. We'll keep it cranking, man. We're uh, we're going to be about two days away tomorrow. So we're we're looking forward to it. Everything else that's happening, we will, uh, we will hit it. Rob, that's for sure. Rob. Yes, sir. When we come on the air tomorrow at noon, I want you to have the exact hours until the NFL kicks off the draft. On Thursday. Don't you worry, my friend. I will All be right. ready for you. I the exact the calculator will be out. Man. We'll do it. All, All right. right. All right, guys. That's Barrett. Y'all that's be Barrett. good, I'm man. Rob. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for hanging. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.